so welcome to another episode of Full Court Press. We're back again this week with another episode. I'm your, I'm one of your co-hosts, Anthony Beck, along with my other co-hosts. Jerry Brown, a.k.a. Jay Breezy. Your boy Marcus Davis, what's happening with y'all boys? Five and real. It's homie Darnell. Hope all y'all podcast folks have been doing well. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, definitely. And um, and we got a special guest joining us for the first time tonight. You've heard if you've heard Jerry and I on the Swamp Inside Ford Athletics on that podcast, you've heard this guest on there numerous times. We we brought our boy Sauce back. Yo, what's good? Court Press. Yo, what's good? Of Sauce Kicks. Sauce Chilling, good. because how you doing? Good man, my heat just got this dub. Oh yes, sir. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Depot was back. Yeah, y'all saw y'all saw it. Y'all saw the return. I'm glad you brought that up. Best team, in the, best team in the NBA right there, bro. Hey, box, man, box, score, box bro. score watchers are in shambles right now. Jerry, bro, please move around, dog. Please Jerry, move around. No, no, hold on. That's, that's, I got this one. That's rebuke, the best team. I rebuke, I that's the best this reverse team. jinx in the name of Jesus. That's the best team in the NBA. If y'all don't I rebuke to... this reverse jinx in the name of Jesus. <laughs> I don't. This I, man. I, I, I rebuke boy. it. I rebuke it. It's not going to happen. Man. You tried it with the Braves and it didn't work. It ain't going to work this time either. I don't I don't see why y'all can't get out of the East, bro. I mean, y'all are just the best team by far. I think the Celtics have fakers and Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. No, no, like, no. no, no, no oh, Jason. Man. Look, look at this, man. Look at this, man. This is nasty word from you, Gerald. <laughs> hey, hey, cuz, you better watch out, man. <laughs> No, that's been the Celtics playing like the best team in the league the last few weeks. So we gonna get that title today. We can't beat. We don't beat any good teams. No, 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 no. Y'all beat us, right? You know full well you didn't watch the game against the Nets yesterday. You just beat the Nets and Kyrie. So we gonna get y'all that title for right now. He act like he wasn't excited for Tatum to drop forty or fifty points on um KD. He act like he ain't tweet nothing crazy or poop. he got he got he got lucky, bro. I just uh, you know football. You got that damn uh, Jordan and Pippen photo loaded up, ready to go every time he do something good. Man, he talking <laughs> about the best wing um, duo. I ain't trying to hear nothing he's talking about. I ain't trying to hear that. We we gonna get into that too. We gonna get into that too after we get into the first, <laughs> this first thing. Oh man. man! So we were talking crazy. about we were talking about Michael Jordan versus LeBron. We gonna hit it off right there to start off. Yeah, this is like this before we actually start. Before we actually started, yeah, we got into this heated debate about Michael Jordan versus LeBron, and Jerry said something outlandish. So, Jerry, we need you to explain to the listeners the outlandish, blasphemous, just absolutely despicable comment that you made. Wow, this man saying the despicable comment that I made is Jordan is the greatest of all time over LeBron. But you said it wasn't close. That's where it got despicable. No, I didn't say it wasn't. It's close, of course. I think it's. I think it's closer than ever. You know, I I think it's closer than ever. But I think LeBron's my one B, not one A. The only thing Jordan's better than LeBron is is making shoes. This is this is crazy. Yeah, yeah, ain't, ain't nobody better. Yeah. Than that. I, I give that title. Ain't nobody better than making shoes. Okay, I, 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 get, I gotta get it on the mic, man. No, no. Let's let's list it there, so let's list it. And I don't know. Maybe y'all can help me. Free throw percentage, who's better? It, it's gonna be Jordan. It's gonna be Jordan. Yeah, we don't anything want to be involved involved shooting is gonna be Jordan. But everything so else anything, is gonna be anything LeBron. involving the most important thing in basketball is Jordan. 
shooting is not the most important. All right, so what's the second most important? Defense? Turnover. I would I would say scoring, scoring. Like how can how efficiently can you get the ball uh the ball in the basket? That's that, the most important thing. That's something I feel like LeBron can do. Like it can be uh mid-range, it could be layup dunking, um like he got that. Always making the right play on offense. But the, but the question I got for y'all is is he that much better at scoring than Jordan? What does he do better that's that that separates him from know. Jordan? I need in to that, in that scoring department. I feel like um when it comes to offensive scoring efficiency, it's being able to get his teammates involved. Like he's a good facilitator. Like he leads mm. all fours all time in assists. And also if you look at it, um LeBron's basketball IQ, he can bring up a play that that happened um you know years ago and he can talk about the whole situation so i feel like his knowledge of basketball his iq is what separates him from jordan like i'm not saying jordan didn't have no good or high iq i just feel like that's something that lebron has that a lot of people you know um don't really appreciate or try to acknowledge okay okay i think that's pretty fair that Le- that lebron has that that point guard that point guard like IQ that's super super rare to have even yeah. among the NBA greats. I think that's that's a fair point. But when we're talking about scoring, I think MJ just got that. Like he just got that. The scoring title show you, the eye test got you. I mean, this man dropped how how much in his, his sophomore year versus the versus like the six, Celtics? Like 63, 62, bro. 63? Yeah. So this man, this man came in, and he and he was able to do it with with one of the biggest deficiencies in the game. Like he didn't really have a three ball, so right he was really doing it free throw from three throw midi back to the basket game, but, attacking the but rim. My question to you is this, My question to you is this though. Back then, during that time, you said this was his second year in the league, right? Yes. Back then, who was really shooting the three? How often were people really shooting threes? Not that often. Not, not, that not often. as often now. I mean, the the closest I mean, person if he, was. If he, shot, if he shot a lot of threes, they were doing that back then. I don't know if he could make them because back then he wasn't particularly a great shooter. But I mean, he was still an efficient scorer back then. I mean, come on now. He literally Bro. came into the league as one of the best scorers in the league. He averaged twenty eight a game as a rookie. So I tell you a lot right there. Mm-hmm. And and I think I will say though I will say. I think a part that really does get like undermined is that LeBron came in straight out of high school. Jordan had to develop his game right. when he was when he was with uh UNC. So I do think that that's that's a part of LeBron's game that really doesn't get brought up too much. But overall, I think the scoring department you got to give it to to Jordan. You have to. I mean, the only reason why is because of that jump shot. Like LeBron isn't you know consistent with the jump shot. Like he can shoot when he wants to. But it's not as consistent as Jordan because Jordan is a guard. LeBron is a forward. So I feel like oh, Tatum, Tatum, Tatum has a a better offensive scoring skill set than LeBron. Talking about, bro, no, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go oh, that yeah, far. Don't, yeah, don't, don't talk about I was, I would say, I would say, I would say, um, what's it called? Tatum has as a he's more. What's it called? He has a better shoot. I don't want to say shooting package either. I, I just want to say better shooting package. Took, I, I don't know shooting package. Shooting package. He want to be insane. Kobe because he it's wants to insane. be Kobe. If he wants to be Kobe, he wants to be like who else? Michael Jordan. 
which he's not even close to, but we're gonna we're gonna keep no. pushing. Yeah, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna say this about Jason Tatum. Jerry, you may not want to hear it, but you know it's the truth. You better stop trying to be like Kobe all the time. Because mm-hmm. as great as yep. as great as it is for him when he does and he's on, when he's off. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. You got to change it's your game. Yeah. Like, he needs you can't to have deepen. A great game like you did yesterday against the Nets. And then the next day, you know, you go two. Because I've seen him have multiple games where he's like two for 18. When is, when is and the last, he's still taking bad shots. When's the last time he had a game like that since he made cuss for everybody out in the team? He's talking about this little win streak they got. This but man. to be real, though, he needs to deepen his arsenal, though. Like, he needs to deep, um, widen his bag of tricks. Like, he needs to, um, you know, be able to be consistent from mid-range if he can't hit the three. He needs to be able to um, utilize the paint if he can't hit the mid or the um, or the three. Or try Absolutely. Or to, to hit the free throw line. You know what I mean? Like, expand what you do because that's stuff that Kobe did because Kobe didn't always do the same thing every game. Right. Like, Kobe was right. known as a deadly just mid-range – well, I take it, but he wasn't known as a deadly three-point shooter because Kobe always drove inside and he had the mid-range and he knew how to draw fouls. He knew how to draw contact. That's stuff Tatum got to be able to do. Yeah, I think I think really all the all the all time greats when it comes to the scoring wings and the scoring guards, they had that ability to just keep on going to the basket and get their free throws going. That's something that Jason Tatum, you see a lot of the time he shies he shies away from the contact to go to the basket because he prefer to hit the try to hit a mid range shot when he's not really that good of a mid range shooter in this stage of his career. So, so is definitely on the money on that. Yeah, I agree. It's probably the light skin on him. You know, they don't like contact. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> nah, but for real, he do got cut down on, like, the Kobe cosplay shots that he does every now and then. Mm. I've been saying that for the last, like, two years, especially he when they got – cosplay. <laughs> nah, he be doing it. He be doing – he try to do the baseline jump over, like, two, three niggas. Like, bro, relax with that. Like the boondocks when Riley thought he was out there like Jordan. Or yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, man, I, I totally agree. And if he, if he starts going to the basket how he has been, you know, Late in this, later in this uh, win streak, this this kid Jason Tatum is a as a guy so skilled he can drop sixty multiple times in his career like easily because niggas niggas is not as long as him he's gonna score with them he made KD look crazy he's made LeBron and AD look crazy you're not gonna see a guy with ball handling skills and the ability to shoot step back threes like that for a long time and Harden was doing Harden was doing it consistently but he's not six eleven six ten. And if Tatum wants to go to the basket, he can, and he will drop fifty-four points easily. Like it's crazy. He's done it on KD twice in the last year. It hasn't even been a year. It's been he's dropped fifty on one of the best defenders in the NBA twice. Twice. But we all be, but we all agree that's the difference between between him reaching that next level and him being another another um another just all-time okay wing. Where he's not a Hall of Famer, but he's like that Paul George, Paul George type. Paul George, you know how many fifty point games Paul George got in his career? Zero. I don't think that many. I don't think that many, to be yeah, honest. Because he facilitates too. Like I feel like thirty and yeah. forty is his. Um, I feel like that's his. Um, that's a sweet spot right there. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, he's, that's what he's gonna he, give you. He's not just a. That's his peak. That's a guy that's just in there to score. He does other things too. Oh yeah, no, but when I when I was like, saying Paul George, which is, which Paul George is a shooting wing. Defending. 
Wait, what's up? What's up, AB? No, nah, go, go, go ahead, AB. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, Paul George does other things like, um, I don't know, he actually defends. Jason Tatum don't defend. Mm. Jason, no. Jason definitely defends. No, he defends. Just not, and not that well. He's Bro, a good defender. He's one in chairs. You are a casual. You are a good defender. Wait, hold on, 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 hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Jerry, I know you're not using defensive wind shares on an individual player. That's Thank one you. of the most misleading stat lines. Are Come y'all on, watch, brother. Are y'all watching That's the game? Come on, brother. Are y'all watching Come on, the game? brother. Okay, wind shares stuff aside, like, let's not pretend like JTM is not a good defender here. Like, come on now. I say he's decent. He's not great. You can't use wind shares on that. If you do that, then um, there's going to be a lot of stats. Y'all Nigga, the defensive wind shares tell you tell you that Duncan Robinson is one of the better defenders in the league. Did Did y'all see how many points Kyrie and KD scored on Jason Tatum yesterday? Kyrie scored zero when being uh, guarded by Jason Tatum. KD scored nine. Isn't KD can... coming off injury and Kyrie coming off yeah. COVID protocol? Well, um, the vaccine, the New York City mandate protocol, whatever, whatever. Jerry, I can I ask you? Jerry, can I ask you how many times did Kyrie go against um, Jason Tatum last night? How many shot attempts he had? Let me see. I got to pull up this. That, that's, something, that's something we got to look up. We got to look up the shot attempts because if it's I like four this, or something, maybe. going to get exposed. Yeah, if it's, not, if it's not a lot like that. You can't use that then. Mm-hmm. Ten possessions. Well, Zero. you look. Ten if possessions? Ten, 30, 30, shots, not possessions. 38 shots. possessions. We say shots, not possessions. Bro. Because Kyrie ain't putting 38 shots up on Jason Tatum. So we looking at shots. Well, he's not going to take that shot because Jason Tatum's defending him that well. Why would you take a, Why would I take a shot over LeBron James if I know so, LeBron? So, so he took shot. no shots on him. I don't know. Hold well, on. Okay, you said, hold on. Tell about, tell about, what did you just say about LeBron? You said why, I said, what? I said, why would I personally, if I'm being defended by LeBron James, and I am what five ten? Why would I shoot a jump shot on LeBron James? And he's six eleven. I know he's defending me. He has an advantage over me. Why? Why would I shoot that? That's just common basketball IQ. So that's taken away from my skill set. That's taking Jason Tatum just being a presence is taken away from Scott Kyrie's skill set and confidence to even shoot a jump shot. And that tells a lot. It's his first game back. Relax. I, mean, I will say about Tatum though, defensively, like. His tools, like his athleticism and his length, thrives in the way they play defense. That's right. They rely on a lot of switching and a lot of help. And him being as long as he is in the flag as he is, that's a plus. Facts. Tatum runs like he knocked me or he got two left feet. Well, I ain't even going to lie to you. <laughs> this man is LeBron. LeBron runs like I wasn't going to say it, but that. Like he runs stiff, bro. Like I don't know if he got some resistance bands or not, but he need to do some stretching. He bow legged, man. <laughs> but anywho, back to the what's called debate. We were off topic. All right, so you said it's scoring is MJ, playmaking is LeBron, right? Defense, right. LeBron, passing, LeBron, That's rebounding, LeBron. Hold up, hold up, hold up. We got, we got to talk. Oh about, we got to talk about the defense. We got to talk about the defense. <laughs> We gotta talk about the defense. Why? You, why are you saying Jordan on? I mean, why are you saying LeBron automatically better than Jordan on defense? Defensive rebounds, blocks, steals, and um, also forcing turnovers. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. I got the stats up. 
Jordan Michael, only has steals, Michael but Jordan, if you do Michael everything Jordan, else, it's Michael barn. Jordan had more steals in. Let me see how many years. <sighs> Jesus Christ! I mean, it makes sense, but the whole the whole point. Four last season. Yeah, yeah, but like the whole point though is that also LeBron is six eight. Michael Jordan is six six. So okay, they play I'm two gonna... different. They play two different types on the defensive end, two and different I'm... defensive roles. So it's a little different throw... than that. And I'm gonna throw out my controversial take. It's easy to it's easy to have more steals in that in this category if you're Jordan, if you're not guarding the best player all the time. Oh God, here we go again, bro. Oh my God. The thing I mean, I'm pretty sure that's pretty easy to do. Because I'm pretty sure Scotty Pippen was guarding the best player every time they played. Oh, I mean, of course he was. I will say it's about defense, the way people talk about it. This shit isn't 2K. You know what I mean? It's not, bro. Defensive yeah, schemes. it's true. It's true. You got to be taken into account. The only difference um, that – well, the only thing that I really hate about the conversation between LeBron and Jordan is that they're different players with different skill yeah. types. Like, they have different archetypes. You know, they're playing in different right. eras, and also they play two different positions. So, it's kind of hard to say, you know, who's better because, you know, people love to nitpick. You know, people are going to push these narratives. But, like, if you wanted to do, you know, a debate of, like, who is similar to Jordan's style of play, you can do the person who copied their whole game, like, dynamics, and that's Kobe. But if you're looking at it from Kobe and LeBron, I mean, there's things that Jordan did better, and there's things that, you feel me, Bron did better. So, I mean, it. And, and on that note, I would like to say this also. For the people that always say, oh, LeBron can never play back in that era, y'all can stop lying to y'all selves. That's the most ridiculous shit ever. Y'all can can seriously stop lying to y'all selves in that that regard. Because, number one, you see how big that man is? Number two, um, because of that, who's seriously stopping him? They say say because he flops and because he goes to the official, you know, trying to, you know, um, debate calls and stuff that he's a crybaby and a whiner. Oh, bro, if Dwight D-Box can play in, in the 90s, bro, you don't think LeBron can? I think he can. I think bro, he's Grant, up, Grant Hill, they saw Grant Hill, and they thought this man was the next second coming, bro. Oh, Jesus. Like, and, it, and he saying, only oh, played four years with the Pistons. Like, so, everybody was saying, oh, he can't, he can't you're going to get hand-checked. You're not going to be a move. Okay, well, LeBron plays defense, too, you know. He right. hand-check you, too. And Put on top of that, LeBron in there. Who wants to get hand-checked by a tight end, please? And, and on top of that, if we're going to do that, we talk about LeBron playing in that era with hand checking. Let's put Jordan in this problem in this era. Nigga, Jordan playing, was playing, Hold on, hold on, hold on. Man, Jordan's going to drop this, 80 on everybody. But no, see, I'm seriously. going somewhere with this, though. I'm going somewhere with this. How do we know he dropped 80 if he tried to play defense the way he did back then? He fouled out every game. Because you know any kind of hand checking they're going to call the foul. You know he adapted his game every year, right? Every right. year yeah. he said he couldn't yeah, do something. Yeah. He like yeah. defensively, they say he couldn't he couldn't defend. So the next year he won defensive player of the year. They say he couldn't shoot the three. He um I think he was top two or top three in yeah, three I think he's like top three. And then fit, yeah. free throw percentage was the same thing. Like every time they say he can do something, he did it the next year. And <laughs> but, that and that's what that's what the greats do, bro. Like mm-hmm. LeBron now, LeBron's shooting threes at like bro. Did you see him the other night? He hit like four threes in a row. Bro, so this man like, hitting from the logo too. Right, so I, I hate I hate when people say that 
you know, how would these guys? LeBron would dominate any era of basketball, in my opinion. All time greats can play exactly. any time. Amen, Marcus. Like Amen. You have to think about it like this with LeBron. He's 37 years old. In his 19th season, do y'all know he's third in the league in scoring right now? Right. It's really in close to his too. 19th year at 37. That's not preferable, though. His team is trash. But well, yeah, the team is trash. But still, you can still do like, it. Man. You, yeah. you you still putting up them kind of numbers in your 19th year, like that. There, there's no denying greatness. Like you can't you can't deny people can't deny greatness. Like haters like Skip Bayless, you can't deny that kind of greatness. Skip's annoying though. Skip's annoying because he does it purposely. Like he hates seriously. Like it's not like. Doesn't make any type of sense. He's just hating. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I'll yeah. tell you this right now. He, he does not hate LeBron like that. LeBron's making him a rich man. Amen. Yeah, because yeah. you know, you know what the networks they got they gotta have um they gotta have takes. They gotta, they gotta have, have some what's the what's the black guy who used to always um um criticize Kobe? What's the black guy name? Is it Rob Parker? I don't think it's him. Oh my oh, god, Woody? Rob it's, Parker it's, is it's, awful. It's the heavy set. Woody, it's the heavy Woody. Set. There you go. He did he that about Kobe, and um, I think he talked about it, and Kobe um talked about it as well. Like they have to have something to talk about. Like a lot of people, uh, well, on Twitter, like not talking about like real commentators. People on Twitter, real life hate LeBron because um he attacks um Jordan's legacy to be known as the greatest of all time. Like what sixteen year what sixteen year old, you know, makes the cover of Sports Illustrated? What kid fresh out of high school is already dominating the league game one, game two, game three. You know what I mean? Like they fear what LeBron can really accomplish by the end of his career. And that's the thing that um that aggravates me because they discredit everything he's brought to the game, the people he's influenced and made better because of, you know, political things and the teams that he's beaten. Like he's beaten everybody. Like, I think he has a win record against every team. Yeah, and I'm going to throw out two different stats when talking about the end of his career. We all know he's going to be the all-time leading scorer when he's done. Yep. But yep. also, I think it's another stat that people ain't really talking about I think he's going to have by the end of his career. I think he may be the only player in NBA history to have 10,000 points, 10,000 rebounds, and 10,000 assists. Yeah, that's different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that – if he, I mean, do you know how hard that is to accomplish something like that? That's one. That's he's one of one, bro. In that in that category, like, like his longevity is untouchable. Like, the closest guy we got was 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 that guy oh, in, in um in Utah, who I don't even want to mention his name, but <laughs> that guy, no, that guy in Utah, he was the closest thing, and LeBron no, beats so, him by so a mile, by by a whole nother tier. So. You know, you know who I think would have gotten 10, 10, and 10 if they stayed healthy and they had a long career, a long, long career? Larry Bird. Larry Bird was an elite passer. He was an elite rebounder. He was you know an elite what? scorer. You, you're not – I don't think you're wrong about that. I really don't. He's not. He's had them back. He's, really he's not, not wrong about that. Because, His back was just cooked. Yep. Like, that's the one part of Larry Bird's game people don't talk about. His pass like – Oh, my God. He was at an elite level. I mean, yeah. passing was great. Ball, I mean – Defense was damn good as well. Yes. Shooting was all point. I'm talking like, back was... injuries, though, man. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. Sucked. I don't think like, Larry Bird would have made it though, because Larry, Larry, by the time, by the time Larry was like, 
declining more sense or like peaking, he was like dirty. He was like dirty. Like, you know. Oh, that's true too. He, he was he was no, he was yeah. dirty. And he came and he came in and he came in. Was he was he a four year college player? Yes. Yeah. 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 So so yeah, like see magic only played one, mm-hmm. one or two years, right? Right. Yeah, because he beat Larry in college. Dang. Yeah. Went to the NBA um duking it up. What about Russell Westbrook? <laughs> oh God. But stop playing. Oh, yeah, yeah, that ain't happening. Not with Russ. Oh, God. That ain't happening. I feel like Russ is at a, a point where he needs to adapt, you know, his um, play styling identity. Like, obviously, he's not Russ from OKC. He's not Russ when he was in um, Houston. So I feel like he needs to adapt his game so that he can, you know, be more successful. Right. I, I, I agree 100% with that. I mean, at some point, you got to make that decision, like you said, to to make the adjustment to your game to fit to fit into the team concept. Because if you still if you're still trying to play your game at 33, 34 years old, you're just not that athlete anymore. You're you're hurting the team. But AB, how many times have we been talking about this with Russell Westbrook within his career that he needs to adapt and play a more team team oriented oh, ball? Like oh, too many damn times, his yeah. whole his whole career. So, I think I think the worst thing is 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 yet to come with Russell Westbrook. This man, unless he accepts, I think the next step in his career is a six man role. Right. I don't see any other team really thinking like, oh, we need to start this man on our team, unless you're like a bad a down bad rebuilding franchise. Other than that, like. You know, they're not going to accept Russell Westbrook as as a starting as a starting guard. I think not, not in the do, rotation. Mm-mm. I think he'll do well in Denver if he's a facilitator and he lets everybody else shoot. I feel like he'll thrive in in an organization like Denver. He'll help them come yeah. over the hump. But but the thing is, like, do you want to take the ball out of out of out of out of Jamal Murray's hand when he comes back and out of Jokic's hand? Right. That's what I'm yeah, saying. See, like, put him there now because they're not there. So when they come back, all they got to do is pop out, like catch and shoot. Oh, yeah, shoot, but, I forgot about Joker, bro. That but you don't, you don't want to, you don't want to take the ball because, because already at this stage of the career, Russell Westbrook without the ball, he can't do anything right now. Like, no, he's trash without the ball. He can't, he can't do anything. So I don't think we're gonna have a a, a, a legit team take a risk on that. And they expect him to be a starting a starting person, like a starting guard. Like it's gonna be very hard to to be convinced. Very hard. What team do you think a contender would take him and say, "Hey, we need you to run PG"? Like, is there anyone that you see doing that? No, not at this stage of his career. No, I can't see it. I would say New Orleans or the Knicks. We said maybe. contenders, man. They can make the playoffs. You <laughs> said actual contenders, not playing teams. So, so uh, you got to remember also when New Orleans, they just picked up CJ McCollum. They right. just have they have a young guy in Kira Lewis who still ain't, ain't 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 taking that guard position that they're still trying to bank on. So it's it's gonna be a while. It's gonna be a while. And speaking of McCollum, he now gets to play his natural position of actually playing point guard. And he's killing CJ, it. CJ is balling, bro. Yeah, he's he a grandfather. He gets some good food too. Why, yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. 
What y'all think about what y'all think about Zion coming back, bro? I did not see that. When, when exactly is he coming back? Uh, I'm not too pretty sure. sure. But pretty the good. alert the so. alert was saying how Zion is back with the team, and he's prepping to play a game. Um, prepping to do, do um, you know, like full body contact workouts with the team. Right. So he, he probably That's coming back in the next like next five games or so. I would imagine, maybe even ten, depending on how the, how the how the Pelicans are doing in the plan. If they make right. the plan, yeah. If, if they want to make that play in when he does come back, he and McCollum got to develop that chemistry fast. And it won't. It's gonna take a little bit, but I think they can develop that chemistry pretty fast. I don't think it's gonna take that long oh, yeah. because because McCollum knows Zion. He's got to get his touches too, and the pick and roll and the lobs. Yeah, that's gonna be fun to watch. Hey, I feel like um, Zion need to do like Jordan and get some shoes customized with some straps off his mm-hmm. injury. And But the reason why I say that, though, is because Zion get hurt his sophomore year. It reminds me of when Jordan got hurt his sophomore year, too. So I'm interested to see, you know, like what shakes from his comeback. Like, mm-hmm. is his game going to be developed more? Is it like – like, is he's going to be able to contribute more than just dunking and having highlights? Like, is he's going to um, contribute defensively? Can he facilitate? Does he have a jumper now? Like, that's stuff that um, I'm interested in seeing. Right. Yeah, Zion, yeah. a consistent jump shot, bro. Like, nobody's stopping that, really. Because the guy's just – and he Zion has a very, very high basketball IQ as well. Like, it's underrated, so – I just want to see, you know, him build a more well-rounded game. Um, I'm very scared for how high he jumps. Like, it's just him – and, him and Ja just scare me, bro. Like, I don't know. But it's like, absurd at Zion's weight how explosive he is. It's mm-hmm. like, bro, you you can just see, like, his career just maybe having six years of, like, elite basketball and him declining just because his body just can't hold up to that weight and force. But we don't hire a nutritionist and hire a trainer to keep you in shape. That's literally all he got to do. He should legit hit a bronze, uh, bronze trainer. Honestly, bro, him and Luka Doncic, bro, they got to eat the greens at some point. (sighs) But man, that's the thing about LeBron, though. LeBron, like, he take care of his body, like, since day one, Mm -hmm. like, and he was dedicated to that. If you're not dedicated to that, you can spend all the money. You just you just waste some money at that point. So that's the whole thing with Zion. But I really want to see just consistency. Like give us give us what you showed us your sophomore year on a on a on a higher stage level, like the playoffs, like we potentially might see. That's really what I want to see, man. Because that's come, good, that's gonna be amazing. Cause if he come back and you're on a collision course with Lakers for a playing spot. So you're gonna have to get together quickly and get that chemistry right and stay healthy. Yeah, that picture of him that though with holding those dogs, he looked pretty. You know, he looked like he was built, built. You know what I'm saying? So we're gonna we're gonna see. But <sighs> gameplay will tell all, especially when he got to go like 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. Y'all, real, y'all, real quick, look at the group chat. You want to see next level hating? I don't even look at his man's tweets no more, bro. Cause it gets annoying, bro. I try not to, but people keep retweeting it. And this is this is why I wish the Lakers were were a good team this year because 
I think it really it really would have helped out for LeBron to really have this like MVP this season. I think oh, it yeah. would have been a real it would have been a really nice year for him to to, to go get it. Yeah, if the Lakers were good with him putting up the numbers he's putting up, he'd be running away with the award, in my honest opinion. But Skip Bayless is just a piece of work. He's a generational hater, bro. He's also kind of a genius, whether I like it or not. That man, that man found the LeBron hate, uh, contrarian lane, and been spamming the hate since day one. If people keep taking him seriously, so we all know how you know Nikola Jokic and Joel Embiid are obviously the two best bigs in the game. But is anybody watching what Anthony Towns is doing though? Oh, oh, oh I am. He, he balling. He he's just he's such a good player, bro. And like, I feel bad because he's stuck in Minnesota. Kind of giving me those KG vibes when Dirk was with Dallas, and you know, of course, Tim Duncan was with the Spurs. But he has to get out of there. He has to. I mean, they're, they're a talented ball team, ball club right now. I mean, you got scores like Anthony Edwards there. Yeah, it's, but... not, it's not barren or anything like that. I think they're doing solid this year. Like, I think out of like so so much along ever since the post Jimmy years. This is the first time where they really like show progress with their prospects. Like you got Anthony Edwards performing at a at a damn damn near borderline all star level, and D'Angelo Russell is doing his thing, facilitating and actually like putting in effort defensively. So, so those two guys are really helping out Cat along with uh along with all the other guys in there, man. So, oh, them boys, you, basically, we'll see. We'll see. Basically, Latrell, Sprewell, Stephon Marbury, and KG. I think you got to give Anthony Edwards more effort than Latrell. Yeah, you know, you, you shortchanging you know. him, dog. <laughs> <laughs> that boy Ant legit. Yeah, he is. He is. Mm. Yeah, um, Minnesota. They got a nice. They got a nice young core there. So. I can't wait to see the development from Anthony Edwards, but also if they make the play in, I'm interested to see what D'Angelo Russell does as well. Cause I think he's going to, I think he might be not, I ain't going to say the most important piece, but if he has a bad game, that, that team's dead. That team's just dead. He cannot also, have a bad game. He cannot afford to have a bad game. I agree. I also like to point out, they were my sleeper team in the West before the season started. Marcus did yeah, say that. Yeah. He did say that. I forgot who my sleeper team was. Who did I say? I landed on my sleeper team like very heavy. Very heavy. I boomed on both my, my sleeper teams. Like the Memphis Grizzlies? Yeah, I think Memphis was my right. I thought Memphis would probably take the jump. Yeah, I just had to see what would happen with some of the moves. Like, let's race Allen go because they need a three point shoot. But Bane stepped up and filled that hole tremendously. But, man, I think about Memphis, though, after watching them against Boston, I, they're a very, very good team. Their play style translates to the playoffs. In what way? Games. Explain to me, my brother. I feel like they rely a lot. Like they rely a lot on the job, right? Mm-hmm. But right. they're not a really, really good shooting team. Like, they just really aren't. So, if you back off – of a jaw a little bit and play like, you know, kind of 
less aggressive defense, but just stand in your lane, bro, like a man-to-man and make everybody score or do something, it's it's going to – the spacing for Jaws is going to get really, really tight. So I don't know if he's going to be able to, you know, do what he does effectively in a seven-game series against a team that is really, really good. So it, think, it's, it's going to be hard. thing is with their shooting, it's not that great, but they shoot a lot of them. They do shoot a lot, yes. So, like, the percentages yeah. aren't great, but they will they will continue to fire them, and some nights they will have it. Sometimes it'll be just I or not just straight won't. Right. Yeah, just for our listeners, the Memphis Grizzlies are 24 out of 30 in three-point percentage at 34% as a team. Oh, so, mm. you know, give you perspective of how bad of a shooting team they are. It's just weird to watch. Like, they, they rely on, like, Jaws' momentum, his explosion to, like, get them going. And if they're just – if, if Jaws starts slow high against Boston, bro, like, it's, it's going to be hard for them to kind of win, win, win four games in the playoffs. They're all, they're all I, think they're, I think they're really waiting for um, Dylan Brooks to come back, really. Yeah, that, that, that'll, that'll be huge. That, that might be huge. Mm-hmm. So, so, like, it can give Desmond Bain a little bit less less of a – less of a, a role so that he can be like that tertiary guy instead of being that um Two. that primary ball handler. Because, yeah. you know, that puts a lot of pressure on him. And I don't think he's ready to be that yet. Yeah, he's he's showing real nice flashes, right. but not to be like a, a full-on secondary. I would like to bring the stats up with the 3-4 uh, shooting. They shoot 34% as a team, but they attempt 32 a game. That's nuts. 32. Wow. Yeah. Malik Monk, bro. Holy crap. What did he do this time? He just like flew to the basket. He has that, that takeoff badge on 2K22 where you can take off from like the free throw line and lay the ball up. No, Malik Monk, he, if this team was actually good, he's a hell of a piece to have. But yeah. they're just not good. Oh, he's gonna get the bag next year. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Like he would, he would have money next year. He would have gotten in Charlotte if he, if he was in the plans. He just wasn't. It was what it was. And also, guys, since our last conversation last week, the Chicago Bulls have shown that they still cannot beat top tier teams. Nothing <laughs> changed. Nothing has changed. Like and very slowly, you thought it was? Very, very it was slowly. Change? It just it hasn't, bro. Wait, Marcus, what were you saying? I'll say very slowly they're landing right in that sweet spot I said they would. Uh, either they would be a playing team, which they far aren't not, or they would be a middle of the pack East team with and right now with the way they're playing, regular side, that's kind of what they are. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. They're they're like uh, they're kind of peaking right now, and I think the worst part is that the injuries are really getting to them. I think they played tonight without Vucevic. Yeah, they did. So, mm-hmm. so killing them. I don't know when Alex Caruso is coming back, but they they need him. They need him because despite him being six five, that's the guy they just threw on everybody on the defensive end. Point of attacking that backcourt, he was one of their guys, and they need Leonzo back too. And then they're kind of going through injuries. Cleveland's beginning killed. Still kind of trucking on, but them not having yards is gonna, it might kill them. 
Yeah, um, the Bulls. They're gonna end up getting. Watch, it's gonna, we're gonna end up getting the Bulls and the Cavs in the four or five spot, and it's gonna be the Cavs winning in like six games. And whoever wins that series is getting murked in round two. I actually want to ask y'all uh, about the Cavs because they've been they have uh, uh, an injury to their big man Jared Allen. Oh, Some injury. Yeah. Yep. So they've been dealing with the tick attack injuries all over the place. It's that time of the year, bro. It's it's just that time of the year. Attrition, mm-hmm. man. Attrition. Right now they're the sixth spot. I almost died when Jalen Brown twisted his ankle. I was like, oh my god, not again, bro. I ain't gonna lie, it did not look good. Place went down. I figured it wasn't that bad though because he didn't really put a lot of pressure on it. Plus he's on his tippy toe, so the torque wasn't like a roll. It was a twist. That's why. That's yeah. That's kind of what I thought. So okay, he might be okay for a little bit. He yeah. might come back to the game, but. Ankle ain't right right now. But some people are getting healthy, like the Miami Heat, so that's awesome. Hey, Jerry, y'all, y'all get the Bulls in the first round if it ends today. I'm, just, I'm saying that right now. I'll really? Take it. Yeah, Bulls are four from Which? Oh, oh, it's Celtics. Okay, okay, okay. I'll take it. Celtics in five if that series happens. Oh, my God. <laughs> They're clamping in that series. I ain't going to. I'm being dead serious. I'm gonna get the Bulls one. They they gonna win one at home. I just gotta say, play off the Rosen. That, that's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. The only, the only way the Bulls even make that series or somehow win the series is if the Rosen averages forty the whole series. I don't know if you guys you guys saw, but like there was a game last last week that we saw that the Rosen didn't perform at the best, and the Bulls just straight right. up fizzled out. Yep, it fizzled out. I, I I believe we were on air when that game was on too. Hmm. Yep. Wonder what I don't remember the team, was. but but that team that team did handle them pretty well. But I don't really <laughs> remember the team too well. Yeah, neither do I. But just just know just know that that they dominated against them, really really well. Best team in the NBA, bro. No, that's going to the Celtics right now. Simply not. I mean, you guys did just beat the Nets with KD and Kyrie. I will say, though, everybody, every team needs, like, an Al Horford. Like, every team needs an Al Horford. He just fits in in Boston. Like, he really, really does. He does so much, bro. It's crazy how much he fits with Tatum and Brown. Like, oh, my God. Now let me let me ask you this: What do you think is like the best quality that Al Horford brings to your team? The ability to to defend, and he defends guards as well, bro. He can defend guards, and he can pick and pop very, very well. That allows Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown to get to the lane. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 amazing. Great screener, great passer for his size, and he's been like this since he was at Florida, bro. Like he's just a smart player. I just think that his ability to pick and pop really, really started to um, come back. Yep. And, like, he's, like, you know, he's actually hitting them at a really nice, respectable, respectable range. Yep. So, it's really nice. It's really nice to see him. And, you know, the leadership, really. Yes. Yeah, yeah like, having oh, a better locker room always helps. Speaking of pop and leadership, he has tied Don Nelson. As the Spurs beat the Lakers 117 110. 
and we pop. Former Heat guard Josh Richardson gets to be a part of history. Josh Richardson's amazing, bro. I love that guy. Oh, now Dude. you appreciate him, bro. I've been like Josh. I was crying. I was weeping when we traded him. I would say I was, but I mean, he no, had to I do was. What we had to do to get Jimmy. I will. I will have to tell you, bro. That is one of the biggest fleeces of like. The past decade, bro. Like, my God, they fleeced the fuck out of the 76. And the worst part was, is like when they did that trade, so many people were saying Josh Richardson was like a like a all NBA type of level player when he really wasn't wasn't even right. close to that level. <laughs> mm. Mm. And on top of that, Joel and B wanted to play with Jimmy Buck. Hmm. Something to look out for. I'm just playing. No, no, no. <laughs> Yo, speaking speaking of the Sixers, you know, how do you guys feel about Joel Embiid lately? Oh, he's dominant. He's killing boys right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just not fair to ask anybody to guard him at this. Yeah, point. he's he's different. I pray he doesn't run out of gas by the middle of the playoffs. But right now, it's it's nuts what he's doing. Yeah, he's living the fine life too. That's all. Yeah, Marcus. Yeah, Marcus. That's the yeah, Marcus and Navy. That was exactly what I was trying to say because <laughs> lately he's been shooting a lot of free throws out here, and he's not been making a lot of shots, but he's been making the free throws. That's that's the shit that's been ki- keeping him up points wise statistically. I, I mean, I mean. With the shots, I mean, you, you, I mean, if you knew the situation, you would see sometimes he gets a little distracted. <laughs> and that man decided to he join the foul card. Points up, man. I respect the hell out of it. I know, I know Darnell isn't laughing. <laughs> All I got to say is, Joel Embiid is just like me. He's just like me. He's just like me. What? <laughs> He just like me. He's just like Darnell. I'm telling you right now. That's, that's all you got to say. That's all you got to say. Man, if y'all know this man, Darnell, you know how he get distracted. Ooh-wee. Lord have mercy. Fine wine. Sometimes you, sometimes you get distracted, man. Come on now. Who shiesty is in jail? I know that. Actually, I yeah, he's been he's been in jail for, for a minute. He got he, You just not figured out he was in jail, man. I forgot. Oh, Marcus, what though. he got? He got caught for uh, robbing somebody, right? Was, something like that. Somebody, someone tried to rob him by some shoes or something like that. Was, he, he let a gun go in the club. Man, it he, was something he, crazy, bro. It was something crazy. He ain't living up to the name. He is shyster. <laughs> well, man. Gucci man, say one thing about Gucci man. He will sign people who live up to their reputation. He might be safer in jail than he is outside, though. No, Unfortunate reality. Yep. But um, yeah. Um, Joel gets distracted sometimes. I mean, can you blame him? I can't blame him for that. I I, do, I know y'all seen. I know y'all seen what I'm talking about. That was nasty work, bro. It it was. That was horrible. Look, I'm just saying. AB. Sometimes distractions happen. I know how you roll. You know how I what? I know how you roll now. 
I don't know where this is coming from. So, I mean, I, I, I don't understand why I'm getting slandered for no reason whatsoever. I ain't do nothing wrong. You like mocha? No. Oof. It depends. Mo- mocha frappe. It depends. A frappe. I don't know if I've ever had a frappe, to be honest. Oh, I, don't, you I don't think out, I have. You I don't think out. I have. You're missing out, brother. Because if we talk about Starbucks, the only thing I get from there is the the Java the Java chip thing. That's the only thing I get from there. Trust me on this. Try the the mocha cookie crumble, bente. Always like that, bro. I swear to you, I swear to you, I'll be passing gas out of school, bro. Okay, I'm definitely I'm a fan not, of mocha. I'm not trying to. I'm, not trying to <laughs> I'm definitely a fan of mocha. <laughs> oh boy, Marcus, we're gonna put you out there. We know you a fan of Brazil. I'm gonna just leave it. At <laughs> hey, stop playing. Stop playing. I wasn't well, talking I, about that. You know who I was talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. But I like a little mocha caramel, maybe a little cream. <laughs> and, and some and, and I like, like a little espresso in my life too, you know what I'm saying? Like let, let, let's just say I like my coffee with cream. I'ma just leave it at that. <laughs> yes, man, it's racist. Yo, but Ow. what do you what did what did you guys think about Nikola Jokic last night though? No, he's a video thing. To put up 30 points in the fourth quarter in overtime. He's not a real just wild. I mean, they just doesn't. pretty much he pretty much just said, give me the dog on ball, get up out the way. I got this. All right. Somebody in Serbia cre- somebody in Serbia created that man in a lab. It gave him all the attributes of a great basketball player in a seven foot body who's built like a guy who eats chips and pudding for recess. <laughs> And speaking of and speaking of Jokic, I actually have that game on NBA TV right now. Yeah, I'm watching. They're playing the Golden State Warriors. I'm watching right now. So I mean, this has been a pretty doggone good game, bro. Jeff Green and Boogie Cousins. If you'd have told me these two would be on the same team in like 2015, I would have been boy. First of all, that wouldn't have been fair. Jeff Green, bro. Jeff Green, 2014, 2015, 2013 era. That man was different, bro. Just Jeff one of the Green got players to not make the All Star game. It's a shame he never made an all-star team, as good as he was. It's sad, bro. That just tells you how many great players he had in, we had in the league yeah. at his position, though. Yep. He was so talented, just a little inconsistent at times, and the heart problems didn't help him at all. Mm-hmm. Do that. Oh, oh, real quick, y'all. By the way, caveat in this game. Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, um, I think Andrew Wiggins, I don't think neither one of those guys are playing. Nope. How do y'all Matter of fact, I don't even think they made the trip. How do y'all feel about the Warriors, bro? I don't know anymore. I'm kind of – Oh, remember remember when we said um, in All-Star Break when I said if Harrison Barnes was on the Warriors, he would have get the same love as Andrew Wiggins? Right, right. Point blank. Andrew Wiggins has not been that guy ever since coming back. He just has, bro. I think he's been averaging like 14 points. Ever since the All Star break, his All Star appearance, and now he's he's, he's and, out again. At this point, we know the drill by Andrew Wiggins. That man is on permanent fraud watch, like for life. <laughs> Plus, I did I did mention this little nugget that uh, them not trying to get a big was probably a little bit of hubris with their roster construction. Yes, yeah, most right definitely, most definitely. 
Good thing they said that Draymond is coming back, so we're we're happy to see Draymond is coming back. Yeah, see, that's the thing. That's where I was going to go with the Warriors. I'm not judging them until he comes back because people want to clown him, but that literally just says how important he is to this team. I will say, though, please avoid that third slot as much as possible, Golden State. Avoid it at all costs. If it's both teams are healthy, the Memphis Grizzlies are not beating the Golden State Warriors. I don't care who has home court advantage in that series. I I, I, I have a feeling, though, like, have you seen Steph lately? He, uh, like, Steph, Steph looks good, but Steph, Steph also looks like he lost a step. He he does, man. It's weird. It's weird. And those injuries are catching up Clay a little bit right now. But I'm oh yeah, Clay. Oof. Clay Clay is looking. You know, you need a one year to come back from a major injury like that. Like that's yeah, all I'm gonna say about full Clay. Full season. Like, and not everybody's Kevin Durant when it comes to Achilles injuries. Bro, Katie, he heals so fast, bro. It's like what the. But remember, KD up. also took like a like two months off. Like he took a month off this year, and he took two months off last year. So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and this game's not predicated on like you know being hella like exposed on defense or not. It's get to a spot, put a shot up. I'm taller than everybody; they can't get to it. I'm best year, like power for power, maybe at the league. Mm. See, for me. Because Phoenix, honestly, they haven't looked that great either lately. Actually, the, the, the caveat of Phoenix is that, you know, they haven't been playing with uh, with Devin Booker. Devin Booker hasn't been there. Chris Paul hasn't yeah, been there. True. So yeah, the fact that they're able to be still somewhat competitive with any team that they come with, it's it's still it's remarkable. Mark well, well, I mean, everybody beating the Knicks. I mean, and by the way, speaking, <laughs> of, which, speaking of which, I would just say this. That game, the ending of that game was the Knicks season. That was the New York Knicks season in a nutshell. Man, them boys, they just, oh, Lord have mercy. Them boys thought they had the game won, and but for that to happen, it's just, I mean, what, 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 what can you do? I mean, how, how do you, you – there's no recovering from that. I'm sorry. I don't see any way they recover from that. Julius Randle might be the most unwatchable player in the NBA. I'm not kidding. And speaking of the Knicks, they're playing the Kings right now. Oh, they are. And the Kings are up 33-17. Wow, I'm seeing it right now. Wow, that's that's incredible. You know, shout-out to R.J. Barrett. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, shout-out to R.J. Barrett. Yeah, yeah, R.J. R.J. needs – RJ needs he needs Jesus' help right now because uh RJ simply him to have to carry this team the way he's carrying them right now is shameful. You know I'm disappointed in though, bro. I told a lot of lies. And Darnell Marcus can attest. Ovi Toppin, bro. I can't. He's he, he's been okay. He's been okay, but he wasn't the guy that we were thinking that he was going to be. Yeah, he's he, we oh, at least, at least, I, I'm speaking for Jerry and I. Oh, oh, oh! I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, he's, all in on him, man, bro. like he's great if you weren't completely all in on him. Like I was kind of iffy, but I thought he could maybe make a jump. It's just not. It's not. No, like his game, you can just tell. Like he's kind of, he's kind of old, low key, and he's just. 
not old, but you know, older. So I don't really see like the upside in this game unless he takes like a massive leap. But it's just it's not looking good for my boy right now, bro. He might just have a solid year to be a role player. Dunk contest champion, you know, solid little career. I was I was hoping that he was gonna be like this uh this like Aaron Gordon like type of clone. Yep. At least at least and like, you know, at least really have like a better offensive game, but really he's not a good defender at all. Like he's he's, no, he's, he's really not a good defender. And his game isn't like a, a modern forward. So he has to play not like a big but he, he's yeah. not he has to play like a big, but he doesn't have the big body, so that's 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 the best way to describe his game. Yep. See, for me, Obi Toppin, I never thought he should have been picked where where he was in the draft because, I mean, I thought he was decent. I thought he was a good player at Dayton, but I just didn't see lottery pick. I don't know why, but it was just I was, it was just something about him. Like, him going to the Knicks, I'm like, no. Um, this is going to – I ain't going to say it's going to try to be like frightening Nina Kina or whatever that – or Kevin Knox, but – Oh, Kevin oh my Knox. God! Kevin, oh my! I mean, I mean, I, don't, I just don't see it with him. I just don't see it. If you're if you're looking at this, if we're looking at this five years from now, and Obi Tompkin is out of the league, what will we say about this pick? It was a complete disaster. Terrible. Because mm-hmm. you know who they could have gotten at that pick, right? They they could have got Tyrese Halliburton. Jesus Christ. They oh, really man. Could. And you know what's funny? I was watching first tape one day, and Stephen S. Smith literally said, like, that's who we – I think he said that's who they should have picked was Tyrese Halliburton. Because I think, I think Tyrese Halliburton was projected to go to them. So it's mm. – It's a shame. A low-down, dirty shame. Yeah. But that's probably one of my favorite pastimes, seeing how the Knicks react to whoever they pick up in their offseason as a draft pick. I want to I wanna ask y'all about a guy that is – I feel like he's still capable of something, and he could help a team like the Lakers out somehow. Kimba Walker, what do you guys feel on Kimba? He should be I playing think, for the Knicks right now. Okay. I think I think there's a reason why Kemba Walker's not playing for the Knicks right now. As bad as they are, I think he's he's just he's just not a good player at this point of his career. What? He's not a good player at this point of his career. No. Mm-mm. So the games where he was dropping thirty plus for the, for this scene. When was he doing that? That stretch where the, he remember he was out of the lineup and then he actually had oh, to play because yeah. they had guys out. Let me tell you this. The only stretch that he had is that he dropped one 44-point game for them. He had a, a three-game stretch for them this season against Boston, Detroit, and Washington where he averaged 31 points. And then he followed it up by, by three straight games where he averaged 10, 10, and then two against Atlanta, Minnesota, and Detroit. And think about stretches, it's just that. It's just a mm-hmm. stretch. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but, but let me pose this question to you. 
Could it possibly be the way Tom Thibodeau is using him? It's that, mean, that, here's the thing, could, though. Could they have an This is Tom Thibodeau we're talking about. I'm just letting you know. I'm just letting you know. I'm seeing Kemba Walker this year, and, like, he doesn't have the same burst, right? right. So his entire game, you see all the big games that he had this season, he shot, like, phenomenal from three. That's the only, that's the only chance he has. Like, he can't finish around the rim. He can't finish around the rim. He he's his mid range shot, like you know, he's too small. So too small. It's very easy <laughs> for him to contest. He's not a great playmaker, so you know, not a great defender. You know, so you just you're you're out there with a with a with a six one guard who isn't explosive and can barely shoot. I mean, this man is shooting thirty six percent from three, but he's shooting forty percent as a guard, like. It's very scary. So who's more very deserving scary. of a roster spot in your opinion? IT or Kimba? Uh shit. I don't know, you man. Really I think have to pick? I think I think both players you really shouldn't you really should be if you're a team and you have both of those players on your squad, you should be looking at some young talent in the league and seeing like how you can get them on your team. Mm. Honestly. Yeah, Honestly. Well Kimba, he just doesn't fit into the plans at this point. Like this is a team that really should just be looking to go young and start over. But they should be playing. They should be playing Cam Reddish. Yeah, they should. I don't know how he's not getting any minutes, but but Kemba Walker, he he definitely is a guy who should be. If he's on a different team, who knows? Maybe he might be something else if he's on the Lakers or something. But that's where I was going because I wanted to pose this question to all y'all. Kemba Walker. Let's say he was playing for a contender right now. Do you think he makes more of an impact? Do you think he'd be a – how can I put it? A, a, a better player on a on a contender than what he is now with the Knicks, where he's not even in the rotation. Like, I, do you think he would contribute with the contender? I think he would contribute, of course. I mean, I don't know if you want him in your, like, seven – Like, at all. But – you know, hey, somebody went down. If somebody has an injury, hey, Kimber, we need you to step up and, you know, produce. Why not? You know, I feel like Kimber can do that. If Kimber gets hot, I mean, you can put up 30, but yeah, it's like a guy, I don't know. It's like he could contribute, but much is the question. Right. Because I, feel I like think this stage, I think at this stage of his career, he's he's a six man. He's a six man. Like you should be having him off your bench, give you sporadic minutes. So, in the limited time, like his deficiencies aren't showing up as much. Right, and I get it. I mean, I feel like yeah, um, at this stage, he's more of a six man because if you got to depend on Kemba Walker, then something wrong with your team. I'm just saying. But the the Knicks in general. Because I want to get into this with them. You know, they made the playoffs last year. They somehow got the fourth seed, made the playoffs. And there was a lot, there were a lot of people that thought they were going to take that next step this year. And right. it just has not been the case. So what do y'all feel like is the real issue? Oh, Cam Reddish is out there right now. But what do y'all feel like is the real issue with the Knicks? Because me personally, I think a lot of their players are too old. 
like Taj Gibson, why is he still out there? But like, what do y'all think is the issue with the Knicks? You, you said it already. Yeah, they're old. They're old, and then there's just there's no clear vision. Like I feel like Tibbs just has like and he does he has a tendency to do this kind of put together a random group of guys with no like what are we trying to do? Are we trying to build our young guys? Are we trying to be a contender? I don't feel like there is no clear cut like guy, no vision. I mean it's it's just a weird team. Like you have Taj Gibson and then you have Obi Topin. And you have quickly and then you have a guy like Mitchell Rock. It's just a weird team. Like I, it's a weird conglomerate of players. Somebody save Mitchell Robinson. Get him out of New York, please. Yeah, like it's like guys with high upside, but also guys that have no upside. Like I don't understand what Tibbs is trying to put together there. It's like I one year say- they're content, they're trying to contend, and then the next year they're trying to tank. It's like pick a side and stick. Right, to it. right, exactly. I think I think the, the one of the major problems is that. They had an over-reliance on Julius Randle. And Julius Randle had an anomaly season last year. So, he was shooting He was shooting lights out. He was, like, 40%, 50% from mid-range. Like, he was, he was, like, on, like, another level last regular season. And you saw the flame out in the playoffs. And now he's showing you basically the same numbers that he's posting up his first year with the Knicks. So... Right. That's really the one that's that's holding them back. And as as good as RJ Barrett is doing, like if he doesn't have a second guy to to play off of, it's gonna be hard for him to win on a night to night basis. And a lot of the guys just don't fit on the team. Like they don't at all. Evan Fournier, like Evan Fournier and um and what's his name? Fuck, I forgot his name. Who 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 used to be on the Jazz? I forgot his name. They're six six guy. They're not they're not cutting it at all. The bench guys, they're not cutting it. Except, except the young guys, really. And Tibbs refusing to play the young guys. And that where therein lies the problem. This is a team mm-hmm. that needs to be going young, and you have a coach who doesn't want to do that. So you mm-hmm. just they need to start over. Simple as that. Stay with the coach. Yeah. And that's the tough part, though, because you hire Thibodeau to be not a developmental guy. We know Thibodeau is not a developmental guy. He's a guy who who brings in vets and and tries to compete to make the playoffs. So they have some questions on what they want to do with Tibbs. And unfortunately, I think this might be Tibbs' last chance in a long time of we've seen him in the league, at least as the lead head coach. He might be an assistant coach somewhere, but as a lead head coach, this is, this might be his last stop. I don't even know if I want him to be an assistant. He's been repeating the same mistakes that he was doing with Minnesota. With Minnesota, so he just doesn't. Yeah, he's he's kind of passed by a little bit. Like this team, this roster was never constructed well enough to be a team that was going to contend. Like that last that last season was a complete and utter mirage. At the time, and especially right now, in hindsight. And them trying to run it back is kind of killing them. They did. They just need to pull the plug. Yeah, simple as that. They should start break, but they didn't want to trade Julius Randle. I don't know why. Cause like, and I think you could have got something for him. He was he was your best asset, and like, why are you just why not? 
just get the process started early. It was a bad gamble. It was a bad gamble. At least, at least they didn't they didn't have like long term contracts. So they, I think they have Julius Randle for one more year. They can like find somewhere to get him in the off season, rebuild around RJ. Hopefully, you can get something in the draft. Hopefully, you can keep Mitchell Robinson, who's on a, who I think is a, uh, I think he's an unrefracted free agent. So hopefully, they can keep Mitchell Robinson in there. And yeah. see what you can go for in the future. And and keep Cam Reddish. See whatever the hell you got in Cam Reddish. Hmm. Mitchell Robinson wouldn't look too bad in Miami if we were to lose Dwayne Dedman. I think he would fit, y'all. I mean, he can, already, he can already protect the rim. He from he from Pensacola, so you know I got to ride with my 850 guy. Anyway, I think the second – well, no, we've had a few guys from here back to the NBA. But, yeah, he's just the latest. I think he looked good in Miami. You think everybody would? I think he's the guy who will probably end up going to to the Mavericks or something. Because, you know, the Mavs have been looking oh, for a great fit. They've been looking for a big man for oh, the longest oh. of times. That looks one of them last year, I believe. But we couldn't, we couldn't get anything. Yeah, it worked out in the end for y'all. Yeah, Even Toronto. Toronto's been fucking trying to do the the six seven guy thing, and it's killing them this time. I don't get over. That. Yeah, I don't get Toronto. I don't know what to make of them at all. So, Toronto, Toronto was killing it, but now they're reaping for overpaying, over overplaying their guys like extensive minutes, and now they're not as effective. With all the injuries, so that's a classic case of you need to have established roles on your team. You can't just be building up on like guys who do the same things on the court. So I want to I want to ask y'all something. So you know we have our conference standings right now, and they can pretty much shift in the East a lot. But I'm going to ask y'all who are the pretenders and who are the contenders. All right. So in the Eastern Conference, who do you feel like? Are the pretenders in the East? Give me two pretenders. Chicago's two pretenders? Yep. Chicago's one. The other pretender. Oh, this is going to get very controversial. I know what's coming. Or we're going to say Cleveland? You said what? We're going to say Cleveland, or we don't even consider Cleveland up in that same tier. It's just so close. I don't, I don't consider. Uh, I don't. I don't consider Cleveland in that t- in that tier right now. Okay, they're not, they're not pretender, just, but they're definitely not contender either. Yeah, think, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're kind of yeah. Cleveland's kind of in the middle. Yeah, I think they're good, but they're probably a year or two away. Yeah. So Chicago's a contender. This is where the controversy gonna come in. Chicago's a contender. No, a pretend, pretend, okay. pretender. This is where the controversy gonna come in. You're going to say Brooklyn, aren't you? Yep. Dang. I, think that's a, I think that's a fair choice. That's a fair choice. Ooh. Considering what we see from them this year, no matter the what, you need to... They're cons- trying to put this mm-hmm. scene together on the fly. You can't do that. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Absolutely. You're oh, right on the money know. with that. It's one of the things where, like, they're, I don't love their bigs on defense. Like, they have a lot of issues, but it's, it's not going to fix on that end of the floor. 
You I don't think- know what Kyrie's going to play most of the season. And you never know. KD could just single-handedly just go on the all-time great run. He's capable of it. You never know. Oh, yeah. But I wouldn't trust it. Y'all might get them first round. Well, bring it I'm on. T- I'm telling you right now, bro, I've been I've been waiting for that matchup. I've been waiting for that matchup. <laughs> yeah, bring, yeah been... bring it on. Bring it on. We want all the smoke. I think they the- they – they for sure, they they are a team who who can who can put the clamps on on um on Brooklyn and really upset a lot of folks. Yeah, for sure, for they sure. They are the nine spot, so they could get they could get that first round in that play in. So right now, the play in is Toronto, Charlotte, Brooklyn, and Atlanta. I like my boy, boy, great. I like this. Ooh. All right, so. Who are the two pretenders for y'all? Man, Chicago is obvious to me. Like, they just – they can't beat elite teams. Um, Dang, A.B., I mean – This is hard, bro, because I think all – I'll say five out of the six, five out of the six teams, though the Heat, the 76ers, Bucks, Celtics, I feel like those teams are actually contenders. Yeah, that's pretty much the contenders right there. Yeah. Miami, yeah. Milwaukee, Philly, yeah. Boston. That's that's it right there. Yeah. So I, I'd say the Nets are pretenders because everybody's like, oh, you know, they're, they're going to go on this run. But um, they're not that great on defense. There might be so much of that 2019 Celtics team where people are like, okay, they're going to go on the run. They're getting it together. Okay, they, and they fooled people about being the, right. a bad Patriots team in the first round. Then they got to the Bucks. Okay, they took game one after that, they got stopped. And it's because, bro, it's because of Kyrie. Because I feel like everybody thinks Kyrie can go on like this, just this legendary run. Like everybody's waiting on that because they saw these yeah. finals. With Same with KD. Same with KD, except KD, KD probably can yeah. do it. Yeah, so it's just. I don't know, man. It's very weird, but I would I would say the Nets too. Right. Oh snap! I forgot. I'm, I'm going off topic here, but I forgot the Sun Belt Conference tournaments, both men's and women's, was being held here in Pensacola. Oh shoot! I just happened to see Pensacola. I was like, wait, what? And I was like, oh, I forgot they're on there. I forgot they're all here. No one traffic been terrible the last few days. It's the time of the year. And it's spring break, so you they try to get on through. Yep. Yeah, that's true. But uh, I'm gonna right I'm now, gonna I'm gonna have my 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 hot take okay. um of a team that I'm I'm seeing lately that a lot of people have up there, but I'm seeing that this season is not their season. And I think they're in they're in a clear tier below. And I think it's Philadelphia. You think they're a pretender? I think they're a pretender. Oh, I think I think Now, 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 now. We all believe. We all believe in. We all believe in in Joel Embiid. Okay. Right. Right. We all believe in Joel Embiid. Right. James Harden. Right. What we see in James Harden is pretty solid, and what we see in Tyrese Maxey is pretty solid. But the question I have for y'all is that can they sustain the three-point shooting 
and the defense at the same time. And what I'm seeing, they can't I don't do think something. they can. I don't think they can. I don't think they can. I think their bench, their bench is very weak, and the depth around those three guys are very weak. So they're going to they're going to falter. I think they're going to falter. Darnell, I'm glad you said that for this reason, because remember, you know how I said Brooklyn was the pretender for me. Mm-hmm. I had a, that's this is why it took so long for me to answer that question, because my debate was between those two teams as the other pretender. And Dart Rivers is the coach. And and I went and I leaned towards Brooklyn exactly. for the simple <laughs> fact that they're kind of trying to put this scene together on the fly. But if I had to add a third pretender, it would have been Philadelphia. That, I don't want to do that to them, but it's like I like Philly a lot. There's a lot of things to like about them. It's just that can is Doc Rivers going to torpedo this? Is Tobias Harris going to disappear? See, I, I just thing. think, or, and, and is James Harden going to disappear? Because we know his sister in the playoffs ain't that great. I just think that the 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 core that they have currently right now. Is that they're they're in their sweet honeymoon stage, but like they don't have enough guys that fit these guys correctly. Right. They don't, they don't, and they're not, they're not, they're not. I don't think it's gonna be this season for them. Like the same way with Brooklyn, I don't think it's gonna be their season. I don't think it's this season for them. And I could easily see them heading down and like they face a team like you know I hate to say this, the Celtics, right? And the Celtics give them some serious question marks right there, <laughs> and they hold them down. And Joel Embiid is having this historic monster thing, but you have James Harden who 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 didn't have a good shooting night, and he's still giving the playmaking. And Tyrese Maxey didn't do enough, and everybody else on the Sixers is like shooting like shit. I can easily see that happening. I can easily right. see that happen. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree, man. Jeez. Like the flame out potential for that team is is very very high, it's very high, and it's just because the uh, the ensemble of collection of guys are there are not are not ready. Not it, it's like the very the highs are very very visible, and you can see them winning the title possibly, but right. you can also see where they could be. Like the thing about the depth, I will say this about the NBA: depth depth is one thing, but in the playoffs. Your rotation is getting short regardless. You need quality. Yeah, you need quality. Exactly. Like, so you have like another, like, a two two guys, all your mentioned are quality players, you'll be possibly okay in the playoffs. Because you're playing, you're playing your best players like 40 minutes regardless. Okay. Oh my God. You know, Do you guys trust Tobias Harris? Shake Milton would be very important. Shake Milton has not been good this season. Yeah, I ain't heard too much about no Shake Milton this year, dog. They need him. They need Shake in the playoffs. Shake Milton has not been good. Um, what's his name? The Turkish brother. The Turkish brother. Um, he Kormaz. not he's I forgot. Uh, yeah, Kermans. He he hasn't he hasn't been shooting well. He hasn't been shooting well. Look at this. I'm pulling this shit up. Twenty eight percent. What? Yeah, let me get them stats up. Yeah, bro, their roster really. Oh my god, it's weird. But like the top players are the top players. So I don't think I don't think. I think they have to retool and get some actual shooters around them before we can start talking. All they got is Danny Green. God, Danny Green. This is a product. Oh, man. Now, contenders-wise, and I'm going to post some in the group chat, mm-hmm. and it's going to specifically be for everybody, but especially Darnell, when we talk about our group of contenders. 
Because everybody know who I everybody know who my two contenders are. My two contenders are Miami and Milwaukee. Yeah, bingo. By far. They have been the two most consistent and best teams in the East this year. Yeah. And they both struggled with injuries and they both survived them for the most part. They survived better than pretty much everybody else. And ironically, ironically, both teams have struggles offensively, but are monster defensive teams. Right. So we're 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 gonna see. We're gonna see, man. We're gonna see. Now, if you guys read, the, look at the, the real quick. Look at the group chat. A death lineup. Yeah. So the, 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 I, I I looked at this. This is why <laughs> you gotta think about this. The only person in this lineup that's not a great defender is Tyler Hero. But what does he do to offset that? Elite scoring. Yep. So, with this particular lineup, if this is the closing lineup, and you can be interchangeable with Hero or Oladipo with P.J. Tucker as well, if you need if you need to stop on defense. So... What would y'all what would y'all think of this potential death lineup with Miami? Do you think it could work or I think I think this this lineup is going to be this is not the lineup. I think wherever it's gonna be, it has to for sure have PJ in there. Because whenever we do the switches, whenever we do the switches and like they do a switch on with Bam out of bio, they want PJ Tucker to be on that second big. Right. Anybody else on that team too small, including JB. So, so yeah, see, that's why I say it's yeah. interchangeable with Oladipo and Hero. One of mm-hmm. those two can be out, and you can insert PJ Tucker. Yeah, I just think you know it just it just goes whoever whoever just got the hot night between the guards are going to be playing. Right. Yeah. Because PJ, because I agree with you hundred percent. I think PJ's got to be in there. He's got to be in there. He's been. He's been. You gotta reward your guys who who've been who've been there throughout the whole season, and he's been consistent and he's been playing out. So, yeah. my question for the Heat is though, I will say this: they've played a lot of guys throughout the season. They, a lot of guys have contributed and given them really, really uh, important minutes and good shooting. On it. And the playoffs, that their rotation is getting cut short. So yeah. Who who would you put in there in like an eight nine deep uh, rotation for the playoffs? Well, I think no matter what, Caleb Martin is going to get minutes because oh, he's yeah. he's he's the other wing on the team, like I was mentioning earlier. Uh, from what I saw tonight, Victor Oladipo is going to get the minute. He's going to get that minutes off the bench. Right. Um, we already mentioned Tyler Hero, so that's like three guys straight up. Dwayne Dedman is going to get the minutes, and I think that's your rotation with Gabe Vincent minutes here and there. I was gonna say because if Caleb Martin's got to get those minutes, yeah, Caleb Caleb Martin, he's getting those minutes because he's 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 six five, but he he plays like he's six eight, and he's their wing that they they put in to replace Jimmy Butler all the time. So whenever Jimmy comes on the bench, he he plays, and I know Spo likes to play his like um three 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 wing um three guard lineup, right. but he usually has one forward, and that one forward is is typically Caleb Martin. So. I think the guy whose minutes are going to get cut short the most is Max Struess. Yeah. Yeah, thought so. And I hate it because he can shoot and he can definitely contribute. He may play some here and there, but 
I don't think he's going to get the minutes like he's gotten in the regular season. Now, let's say Duncan Robinson's shot is not quite there. Then okay, then that's when he's coming in. Yeah, thought so, yeah. I mean, Duncan Robinson, no matter what, the the, the Heat's training staff are, aren't, aren't going to go out on Duncan Robinson. They're, they're just not. You know, sometimes they, sometimes it might be banging against a wall, but he will find a way to have a minute, uh, a minutes of contribution through the playoff run somehow, whether he's performing not well or not or or well. So they're gonna give him that shot always. What's I think roster man, it's just it's deep. That's and that's the thing. Here's my question, y'all, when it comes to Milwaukee. Does them not retaining him, do you think that comes back to bite him? Yes. Because I think it does as well. 1,000%. Yes, I know. One of the most important players in the NBA, in my opinion. Like, you need Peter Tucker if you want to contend. Especially in the playoffs. That's true. Like, you need somebody to be able to go A, guard the best player on the team. All right, bet. Because he showed it last year when they played Brooklyn. Right, right, exactly. I can't even think about late down the stretch. They put PJ on him. All of a sudden, he stopped cooking. Yeah, I ain't going to say he stopped cooking, but he made it hard. Because I feel like, bro, like, with the Bucks in the heat, right, y'all y'all matching up-wise, I feel like y'all can kind of run that same thing y'all did in 2020 with Giannis to slow him down a little bit. Oh, build a wall? Yeah, build a wall. Chris Middleton, I feel like y'all can clamp Chris Middleton up. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I... The problem I always have is not Chris Middleton. It's fucking Drew Holiday. Yeah, I was about to say. I was gonna say that Drew Holiday is six five, so he he he's a big guard, and those big guards, bro. This nigga, we saw it the last time, bro. Yeah, nigga, just niggas can just go to the rim at will with any of the guards on him. So that's why we got Depot on this nigga, and we'll see, we'll see what what kind of upset that can do potentially. Y'all gonna need Kyle Lowry to, to have a heck of a playoffs though. I, I feel like I fucking like need to break out. It's a lot like what it's not like uh, Drew Holiday last year for the Bucks. Like you need that point guard to step up because you trade you traded for him, you signed him for a reason. Yeah, you need it. You need it, bro. Absolutely. As even last year proved like Drew Holiday is not Eric Bledsoe, and that's what really and that's what really caused Milwaukee in those in those playoff disappointments. Especially the Boston. Jesus Christ. Twenty twenty eighteen. Austin, uh, Toronto, the year after that, yeah, Miami, God, they didn't. Stay. Will, they basically will, just tried to wall up. I will say this though, um, Tyler Hero, despite a lot of deficiency and a lot of shit, he's been performing this year. He he, yeah. he has been performing really yeah. well, and we can, so we far can. this season, since the post All Star break, I don't know if uh, AB if you've seen it. Oh, he's been cooking. They've been they've been mm-hmm. heading to him to be the closer more often and be yeah, more involved with the he's offense. He's got to be because he's probably the best pure scorer on the team to be honest. Right at this point. Mm-hmm. So it will right. it will be interesting to see how that development ends up looking at. You know, well, maybe the hero stands finally won. Maybe the hero stands finally won. Maybe all I'll say is we can uh, ship the six man year award to Tyler Hill's apartment or wherever he lives at. Cause he got it locked up. Yeah, Katya, Katya gonna give that to the little baby. 
So that's going to be nice. <laughs> that's wild. <laughs> Y'all just hate you. I knew I had a feeling. I, I just knew you was going to slip her into this segment one way or another. Oh, there's one, there's one play I got to mention that could be pretty damn important if that series were to happen, and I fully expect it to. One Serge Ibaka. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Serge Ibaka. Yeah. That's your P.J. Tucker replacement right there. He's bigger. He's given, he gives them actual offense every now and then. Great rebounder. Sur- Serge, is, I, I've always been a big fan of Serge Ibaka. I mean, he can stretch the floor, bro. The the big problem with Serge Ibaka is though is that they want to know is what version of Serge Ibaka are they getting? Because the Clippers right. were expecting Toronto Serge Ibaka, and with the back injuries, they weren't really getting that. So we'll see what version pops up and what kind of things he can contribute. Right if now, he can, Bucks, if he can be a rim protector at this stage right. of his career. Right now, it's so it's so far so good. He's got he got like two blocks yesterday and fourteen and ten rebounds mm-hmm. in, in the game against the Suns. And he got Bobby Portis also, who's been a sniper this year. So like, they, I think they'll be okay. So we all agree that in the East, the Heat and the Bucks are the contenders, and Brooklyn, and we said Philly and Chicago are pretenders. Yeah. 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 Okay, and, and then we got we got a we got your your team as a sleeper team, and yeah, they, yeah, they're a sleeper man. I'm I'm kind of cautious about the Celtics because certain things. I feel like if Marcus Smart can continue to be a contributor and distributor and make smart decisions, then sky's the limit. But Marcus Smart has a tendency to kind of do some things in the playoffs that kind of piss me off. So we'll see. Even though I love Marcus, that's my guy. So, but I, I do I do think Boston has the most talented uh, starting lineup in the East. Really now? Yeah. I think I think I think we have four four guys that are like that can defend your best guy, and four guys. Well, I'll say three guys that can score on your best defender. So, you know. That's, that's I'll say I'll say you guys have the out of everybody in the East, you have maybe the third or fourth best. Oh no, my bad. Maybe the fourth or fifth best scorer in in the Eastern Conference right, on your right. team, and maybe with Jalen Brown, I don't know, top ten, maybe ten. Yeah, top, yeah, yeah, top ten. So yeah. that's a that's a lot. A lot of teams can't say that. A lot of teams can't can't really say. Honestly, can't really say it. Yeah. I'm not sure they even sleeper at this point. I think they really are up there. I think I think we're a sleeper, bro. I don't think we like that yet. We'll With see. the way y'all defensively and the way y'all start to figure out offense, I'm not sure you are a sleeper. I'm dreaming. Mm-hmm. This is not real. No, life. you're not. It's real. Yeah. The it's defense real. is very real, bro. Admit it. Accept it. It's crazy watching them because they really be clamping folks up, bro. I, I don't. I don't. It's just. It's crazy. And it, I'm a. I'm a fan of Time Lord. I'm a fan. That guy, he's just—he's relentless, bro. I, I love Tom Lord. Him and Al Horford play so good together. And now, and now Daniel Tice, bro. Daniel Tice get like he get a few minutes. He don't be on the court all the time, bro. I'd be so happy, dog. This man goes to sleep happy when he doesn't see. Uh, oh my Tice god! Court. Because every time he comes in a game, he's getting like body, dog. It's ridiculous. 
Hey, Brad had to bring him in one last time, bro. You know how it go. Don't sleep on Grant Williams, though. Grant Williams actually, hey, that man is a bucket from the corner. A okay, bucket. I will I will give him his due because he's actually been making a difference from, on the corner three spot. Yeah, man. Him and Derek White off the bench are, like, awesome. I told you about Derek White. We we told you about Derek White, but no. Derek, Derek White has added another level of defense, bro. It's awesome. Almost like we told you he would. Yeah, I'm I'm thoroughly pleased. Let's go to the West, though. Uh, this is gonna be harder for me, bro, because <sighs> well, I can tell you right now, off the bat, the Jazz are fake. They they oh. are not real. Oh, we already know that. They are pretenders. That's one team I can tell you is a pretender. The K-Fade Jazz. Yeah. And my other pretender, this is going to be controversial, the Grizzlies. Wow. I don't think it's controversial. Wow. Yep. The Grizzlies. Not like get beaten the first war. They got they got the Nuggets. Oh, sh- boy. Okay, whoever gets that third spot, better be careful with the Nuggets. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. Golden State, especially because they have no bigs whatsoever. Right, right. I, I, I think the Grizzlies have got in the first round, but second round is going to be tough. It's we'll going to be tough. I, I like them against anybody that their experience just might kill them. Right, exactly. Their lack of experience just might kill them. I mean, but, they got they got the experience, man. They they've been in the play in for the first two years, and they've been to the playoffs last year, so. Yeah, just gotta true. just gotta win a series, and they'll. They, I hope they get over it. But they're probably mm-hmm. a year away from like really, really, really coming together. Yeah, for me, I don't really think it's all that close. To be honest with you, Golden State, uh, like I said, they're not getting big. They're two and eight, two and eight in the last ten games. They ain't pretty right now. I mean, when when Draymond comes back, though, that's a completely different squad. That's oh, a caveat. That's a caveat. And that, whatever that's, whatever that's goes to still have them as a contender. Mm-hmm. And, and whatever the hell they get from James Wiseman when he comes back, if they get anything from James Wiseman, I'm not sure he'll even be in the rotation in the playoffs. I've heard something like that that he probably won't be. That's that's crazy that they wouldn't even put him. They wouldn't even consider putting him in the playoff rotation. Yeah, they said it's not very sense. likely. It's crazy. That's a that's a that's a top. Oh my god, that's a top three pick, and you're you're like you're like mm, I don't think I'm going to play him in the. <laughs> that is nuts to me. I just imagine if, what what happened if they took if they just said the hell with it took the metal ball instead. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I I get why they did it because they didn't know he was going to tear his Achilles right before the day draft. Like, so I get it. They didn't a big, but Lamelo creating right now, especially with how tired Steph's been all season, and Clay still kind of trying the round back in the form. Right. I don't know, man. We look pretty good. Now, my other contender in the West is, of course, Phoenix. Oh, they are just. We know that. We know that. Lock them in. Locked, they're locked. Yeah. For me, Phoenix and Golden State are clear contenders. And I'm going to throw Memphis in there as a contender, too. Ooh. Okay. I, I really – I don't think they're pretenders. 
Because that team just finds ways to win. Right. Like if you really watch them play, they really know how to they really can know how to find ways to win. They can beat you multiple ways. They really can. They now, are they best contender? No. But I'm not gonna say they're pretenders. I don't think they're pretenders. So you think they get to the conference finals? They very they hey they very well could. I'm not. I'm, do I think they will? I'm leaning towards no because they're going to end up getting Golden State in the second round. But I'll say this: I wouldn't be shocked if they did. I got you. That's fair. That's a fair assessment. So, I mean, pretenders in the West, I'll say Utah and mm. it's Memphis, say Dallas. Yeah, I am actually. Dang. That's all I can think yeah. of because I trust Jokic to actually, depending on who they play. Yeah. You have a team of scare. Because but is Dallas in play. that same tier if, if or the in the same tier as Cleveland? Yeah. And if the 4 right. 5 matchup is Denver and Dallas, yeah, give me Denver all day. Especially since by then they'll have Jamal Murray back and Michael Porter Jr. Mm. It's like Dallas the team, I don't know what to make of them. I never do. I never do. Cause like you know Luke's gonna carry. Yeah. But can he carry them for a whole series? Yeah, I never really loved the Jason Kidd hire and I don't know how it's gonna work long term. <laughs> so yeah, I think we all know why we didn't love that hire. Yeah. <laughs> I think despite a lot of the shit that uh of his past, he did he's doing a solid job with them. They've been actually defending at at a at a solid level, and and what's it called? Spencer Dinwiddie, he's been looking really good for for the Mavs ever since the trade. So, yeah, he's out of he's out of Washington and Brooklyn. He's out of Washington. Mm-hmm. Washington he's out of Washington. Never getting a superstar, and like Dinwiddie ain't that guys, but he's a good player. Nah, we can just get Bradley Bill up out of there, out of Washington. This man's trying to perpetually save Bradley Bill, bro. I understand. Like, come on, man. I mean, at some point, you got to realize it's just not going to work, man. Brad Bill, if Brad Bill wants to get out and say the Grizzlies need another guy, Hey, oh, God. one of the best backcourts in the NBA automatically. Automatically. And oh, man. Man. to do it either. I... It'll be nice, bro. I'll take that in a heartbeat. Now, um, ooh, that's a spicy matchup for Wednesday night. The Suns in the heat. On the ESPN. Y'all got oh, give them. Y'all got them. What time that come on? It'll be 7.30 Eastern on the ESPN. Yeah, I'll catch the first 30 minutes. 
But I, um, think, I think y'all got that in that game. Not gonna lie. But there was there was something else I was gonna ask y'all about. Oh, um, now we know um free agency. Of course, we have the season. Right. Biggest name you think to end up moving on from that current team. If I can go. Russell Westbrook leaving. Mm. Oh, he's gone. He's, he's gone. gone. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Damon Lillard. Okay. Oh, you think he's actually going to leave and stop being loyal? Like he's going to duck the grind? There's, there's going to have to be a move change because there's no way uh, you're going to convince Damon Lillard to come back to that Trailblazers team and, while they have uh, – while they have Joe Joe Ingles and fucking <laughs> Joe, what is it? Joe Ingles and, and the ghost of Tony Schnell there, bro. So, oh no, I can't Tony see that. Schnell. I can't not, see that, man. Not cardio, Tony. I just realized. Let me see. Who is it? Deadman, Victor Oladipo, Marquise Morris, Udonis has. Well, I'm sorry. Never mind. Don't worry about Udonis. PJ Tucker, all those guys are free agents for y'all this coming up season. This this free agency season. Yeah, because they were they were like uh there a lot of them were on um what's it called? Vet minimums. Yeah. But we retained the bird rights for Victor Oladipo so we could re sign him. Um what's his name? Morris is probably not gonna stay if we're being hundred percent. And Deadman, we'll see with Deadman. We'll see with Deadman. Deadman but they have they have Omar Yurt seven, so they're probably banking on Yurt seven being available an NBA player next season. Man, what the heat got? Man, there's a lot of free agents. I know one free agent I'm gonna keep my eye on. Who's that? Not a big big free agent, but he's an important player. Bobby Porter has a player option. Yes. I know he uh, loves Milwaukee. Don't go back to Milwaukee. Oh, he, he might decline that shit and try to get him even more money somewhere else. I feel like he, he, he took the he took the discount already to stay in Milwaukee this year. Jermichael Green. I mean, if they win this year, he probably he probably you probably, probably stays. Him. No, he probably he, stays for the for the three peak. Like he loves Milwaukee a lot. Milwaukee loves him. He this is a play. He found the home. And the way he's playing for them, he was a big part in them winning that title. He's going to be a big part in them, whether they repeat or not. And he's in line for some big, big deals. He was in line for big deals last offseason as well. We'll see if he takes it. Jeff Green. Gorgie Dean. This offseason is mid, so if you're if you're a team if you're a team and you're you're building up for this offseason. Good luck. You're not getting anything. <laughs> hey, don't waste your time. Lakers gonna sign Cassius Winston. Relax. <laughs> like unless you somehow convince some a team to swing a trade or something, or if Kyrie decides to be weird again and declines his option. <laughs> Peep this. Kyrie goes to L.A. Oh God. Oh, what? He, Kyrie, he would never play with LeBron. He would never play with LeBron again. <laughs> Yeah, I think LeBron might ask for a trade if that happens. 
But, um, oh, actually, actually, uh, what's his name? Jeremy Grant for sure is getting traded this offseason. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. mm-hmm. And I can see the Celtics signing Daniel Tice to a nice five-year deal. Please stop the madness, bro. Wor- worth about $65, 70000000 million. Man, you oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 20 <laughs> okay, to pick Young. You said what? Somebody needs to pick up Thaddeus Young, bro. That is true, Thaddeus Young. But he's a he's a we're talking about the star pieces. I don't think Thaddeus Young can we really consider Thaddeus Young can make can make a move. He can't make a move. Like, can we really consider Jeremy Grant a star? No, good player, but not Jeremy, star. bro, Jeremy Grant's hype comes from being a very, very good trade piece. Very, very good piece in free agency and trade talks, but he's not really a star. It's just a guy that's like, oh, man. Really- everybody, like wants Jer- everybody wants bubble Jeremy Grant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude was banging threes on everybody exactly. in that damn bubble. Exactly. I like yeah. Jeremy Grant now. It's just that he's the right fit and not a team that where he's just going to get his game off and get checks. Right. I mean, a, t- a team gonna do it. A team gonna do it somewhere. Well, you know that. I-, I hope it's not Portland. I hope. Portland. I can't have those niggas do another fucking year of false hope for Damian Lillard. Like Portland's been certain forever, and they're gonna and they always make the wrong choice. Pat Connaughton. Mike get paid by somebody. He's having a good season this year. Where is Kendrick Nunn? I-, I know he's in LA, but what is he doing? Injured or whatever else. He ain't played not one minute for them all year long. How did he get injured? Bone bruise in the preseason. And bone bruise is like, it can vary. It's one of those injuries that can vary a lot. So, he got like the maximum one, which is like three months. Jesus Christ. And he had a setback already um, back in the time he was supposed to come back. So, (laughs) he knows if he'll come back this season. That's what I say. Table. I mean, I'll just say this. There's a reason why we he was yeah, he was averaging fifteen and a half points a game for us his two years in Miami, but there's a reason why we let him go and didn't even fight back. I'm telling you Miami Miami be selling niggas fool's gold, bruh. Bro, y'all thinking they're players trick people. Y'all are the worst. <laughs> yeah, but they come to Miami, they real they real nice for us. Let me say, it's been going on since the Norris Cole days. Everybody thought oh, my God. Oh, man. Oh, Norris Cole. Oh, my goodness. I think the Pelicans gave that nigga a nice bag, and, like, he <laughs> dunk it up there. Bro, y'all tricked the hell out of people about Norris Cole, bro. I, I kept looking at him like, Norris Cole's going to be somebody that, just because he played on this team with LeBron and them and got actual minutes in big games, someone's going to convince themselves that he could be better. Now He's he about put- to make a leap. Now he plays in the Unicaja Balancesto Malaga. We'll play the damn Spanish League, bro. <laughs> but there ain't no, there ain't no ch- Jesus. Now I feel like they'd be making good money overseas, bro. Especially if you're like a former NBA player, I think yep. you can get some real good money overseas. Yeah, you can get a bag overseas, like that's a hidden treasure. But the only thing is, teams have a limit on how many like like foreign players you can bring on. Oh really? Like, yeah, yeah. It's only like five, like you know, American players like 
purse to get teams in a lot of places. So, like, cause spots are very limited, and it's very competitive. Oh, that yep. makes sense, because then you would end up having, like, a bunch of, like, a bunch of foreign teams and then be and and um in the other leagues, man. Like the imagine team full of black players in Lithuania. Like they ain't play I don't think they're going for that. They're gonna end up being the Boston Celtics of the of the Lithuanian league. God <laughs> just just fucking thirteen deep of like former quote like unquote former, high talent like, players. Like former division one like college player of the year types. Who are going? Who are supposed to be going pro in some other than sports? And they say, you know what? I'm gonna go to Lithuania and get a bag. Why not? I just realized that Joel Anthony, you know, Heat legend Joel Anthony, he averaged two points in his career, two rebounds, and point two assists, and he did this for a whopping nine years. He's an NBA champion too. Don't forget that. <laughs> <laughs> No, that thing, bro. As soon as he won a championship with y'all, he came to Boston. <laughs> Average one point, one rebound, and point one assist. Yeah, what a king! What a king! Bro, Norris Cole guy is a king for what? getting that qual- for getting that qualifying offer from New Orleans, bro. But uh, Jerry, y'all y'all ain't innocent. I know. Y'all did it with Glenn Big Baby Davis. Oh, we sold, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's pain. Y'all sold the hell out of him. Eddie House, too. I'm Eddie House, one. yep. Eddie House is another one. Leon Poe. Leon Poe is a... Oh, my God. That's a deep cut. Wow. Wow. A- Holy a- shit. Adam Green. Hey, I'll, I will say about Leon Poe, he had that 20 points in that finals game against the Lakers. He saved, he saved y'all a little, y'all little run that year. Bro, he was bro, he was goaded, bro, while y'all playing. Like, he was balling, dog. He was legit cooking that, year, that game. I was like, yo... No, bro, we the Celtics, the Celtics had people full with Greg Steensma, bro. Oh, my Greg God. Greg Steensma. <laughs> <laughs> That's a deep, deep cut. I remember Greg Steensma, too, bro. No, no. I, I'll do you another one. Brian Scalabrini. Hey, Scott, hey, Scott can shoot, bro. Hey, Scott, I like Scalabrini. That's Scal, all man. you do, though. Hey man, no, never, never forget when KG got hurt. Y'all had to rely on Mikey Moore that one playoff run. Dog, don't, don't even. Oh my God, we had a dreadhead nigga replacing KG, bro. We were doomed. <laughs> I, but real quick, I will say this about Scott Bring. He's one heck of a commentator. Yes, I fucking hate him I, as a commentator. Oh, that nigga sucks. He's the most. He's one of the most. He's Wait, one of the most who? biased commentators I ever heard, bro. This nigga is bro, terrible, bro. You thought some commentary team is. Wait, Darnell, you said who? Brian Scalabrini. He's like one of the most the Boston, the Boston commentary is like fucking oh, a next terrible. level of next, next level, level of like fan. First team all Shaboing Boing dog. You said what? And like Boston's commentary team is first team all Shaboing Boing when they when they call them games. Shaboing Boing. Uh, Tommy Heisel was a goat at absolute bias, bro. That man was wild. Bro, I'm looking at this old Celtics roster, and I completely forgot half these guys on here. We had Dwight Powell, Jameer Nelson. Oh, my God. Brandon Bass, Phil Pressy, Tayshaun Prince. Oh, my God. Brandon Bass. <laughs> God, Br- Brandon oh Bass. 
Garcia relied on him and got to a game seven with him balling and start. Bro, Brendan Bass hit about 20, 20 mid-range shots on the, on the Heat, bro, in 2012. I'm telling you Jerry, right now. Jerry, who, who was this nigga who, who was a light-skinned, who was like 6'8"? He used to be like a center or like power forward who used Jared to play Sollinger. for Celtics. Huh? Was it? Jared yeah, Sollinger. Jared Sollinger. Y'all sold Jared Sollinger like, oh, my God, bro. Had niggas think that this man was like the that next, like the next stretch shit. five in the league, bro. Like, what the fuck? He can never stay in state. I mean, in shape. Mm-hmm. Bro, Jared Sellinger is playing for the Shenzhen Leopards. Jesus. <laughs> Lord. I remember that nigga. He, that nigga got traded to Toronto, and he no, he he signed with Toronto, had a bag, and he couldn't play a game because that nigga was overweight, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Sellinger was. Hey, he was he was big. I- that bro had no lift whatsoever, even at Ohio State. Damn, we really did, bro. We we some criminals for this. <laughs> Young, like Danny used to be used to be tried for crimes against the man. No, no, thieves. no. The biggest crime the Boston Celtics ever made, we all know what it was. Danny Ainge should be arrested and thrown under the jail for fleecing the Brooklyn Nets the way he did. <laughs> oh my god. Billy King, bro. Billy King, bro. KG so cooked, bro. I knew that. That man, that man had ran a whole Ponzi scheme to get that deal done. And the hey. only thing he could do at that point in his career was was being street clothes in a suit and a damn vest, like he was some high schooler with a two point zero GPA that got suspended for fighting <laughs> and yelling at people on the bench, yelling at while, while cussing everybody out. Hey, so, salute to the true star of that of that trade, Gerald Wallace. That's what oh, that crash. <laughs> no, bro. I remember I remember I was down bad, bro. Like I think it was NBA 2K13. We had all these scrubs. So I got Gerald Wallace. I think I dropped like freaking 30, 40 points with Marshawn Brooks. That nigga was goaded. <laughs> no, that boy was a sniper in that game, though. He was goaded, bro. Keith Bogans, aka Walmart Ray Allen. Not even Walmart. Like, <laughs> try roses. Yo, remember remember that fucking one game? I forgot. It was the Boston Celtics versus the Lakers. And, like, both of y'all niggas were ass. Bro. I forgot what, <laughs> what season this was. Bro. Like, they were terrible. They were terrible. And it was, like, on primetime TV. Probably, and it probably. went to, like, overtime. I think somebody hit, like, a game-winning shot or some shit. But I forgot. I forgot what. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was, like, 2014, if I'm not mistaken. It had to be some shit like that, bro. It had to be. Oh, my God. I'm pretty sure we lost that one. Oh, another guy Boston sold. Gordon Hayward. Hey. hey no, nah, no, nah, you fouled. Was, was you fouled for that. that no, you fouled, bro. Uh-uh. You fouled. No, I'm not. Because when he got when he got healthy, at that time, at that point, it was like, how can you really? I'm gonna be honest. At that point, like, how could you really use them? Jalen Brown, and Jason Tatum were ascending, so it was like, how could you really? If you put Gordon Hayward out there, you are gonna mess up the chemistry. They were using him as a facilitator. Yeah, that was just, yeah. He was before the that. bubble, before the bubble, where he was solid that season. Like, even though Miami fucking took that nigga apart, like he was okay for them that season. 
<laughs> oh man. I'm showing y'all the game that, that y'all, y'all talking about. Darnell's talking about. Oh my god. Too. This is horrible. This is horrible, bro. Soccer had zero points. <laughs> no, just out here doing cardio. <laughs> he had zero points in 11 minutes. Two rebounds. This is nasty. Wait, let me see. I just posted it, bro. Wesley Johnson put up 22 on us. And Jeremy Lin put up 5. Nah, yes. Jerebko. Yes. Oh, my God. Y'all yes. got cooked by Jeremy Lin. Yes, we did, bro. We did. Oh, my I God. Remember, this is the game. Jerry, thank you. Thank you. This is the yeah, game, man. bro. This is, right here, this is the game. Uh, this game was on fucking primetime TV, and I don't know why the fuck I remember this game, but it was just, it was the most, like, ass game I've ever. (laughs) Them logos was not holding weight that year. The the Celtics are 20 and 33. The Lakers are 14 and 41. Why was this on national television? Them logos were not holding weight that year. Oh, my God. It was because so of Kobe, bro. Yo, 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 yo. Wesley Johnson? Wesley Johnson. <laughs> Bruh. Bruh. Jonas Jarebko. Ryan yep. Kelly? But we had Isaiah Thomas coming off the bench at the time. That's criminal. Y'all got cooked by Carlos Boozer, Ryan Kelly, Robert Sacre, Jordan Clarkson, Wayne you know Johnson, why Wesley Johnson and Jeremy Lin? You know why? Look at Evan Turner. Look at Evan Turner. Look at Evan Turner. I have a nineteen from the. Oh my god! Oh lord! You get twelve assists. Oh, Evan though. Turner was yeah. another nigga. Y'all niggas sold, bro. Yeah, twelve assists. Boss Man ninety nine had twenty two off the bench. We made Brandon Bass play forty minutes like he was a Hall of Fame player. <laughs> That is criminal. <laughs> that is Jeez. criminal. Christ. Brooke and five horses are doing cardio. See, this, Heimer, is why, this, is forever, this is why I'll forever love Marcus Smart. He is the OG, bro. He's the only player left from this team. Not that was James Young. Pro. Oh, my God. Don't get me started on James Young. He was the worst Celtic I've ever seen, bro. He tricked you. Yo, that was back when Marcus Smart could shoot, man. That was back when Marcus Smart could shoot? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, for five. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm still tripping on the fact the Lakers were out here playing Jordan Hill actual minutes. Mm-hmm. Like- <laughs> Art Black played four minutes. Oh, Wait. my God. He's another one of those niggas. Ed Davis. Yep, that's Ed Davis. You know, you know what makes this sad. Kobe Bryant, God rest his soul, was out due to surgery. Yep. And y'all couldn't even get the job done. Good God. We listen. Portland Trailblazers got blown the hell out. They got (laughs) murdered. And it literally says they are winless since the All-Star break. Oh, they got it. 124-81 in Minnesota, bro. Good God. 
They better hope and, and um Simon to get that that fucking most improved player, bro. Because if not, oof, be one shitty offseason. Somebody scored twenty seven for them, boy. Brandon Williams scored twenty seven points for the uh, Blazers. Mm. Well, Ben McLemore still. Like uh, Malik Beasley killed them with 19 points. Nas Reed had 18 points, 11 rebounds. Jeez. For some reason, I love Nas Reed's game. I do too. For some, I don't get it. It's really fun. I always have since that LSU, bro. It's just I don't know. Oh man. Well, let's see what let's see what the games are on TNT real quick before we close it out. For next for tomorrow, yes, sir. Um, we got oh god, we got the Pelicans and the Grizzlies. Ooh. Oh hell, <laughs> that's sneakily. That might be sneaky in the game. Who knows? And, and after Fine, that, in the second game, we got the Clippers and the Warriors. Oh, we have a snooze fest tomorrow. No, maybe not that second game. Definitely that first game. I ain't watching that. It might, it might be right. Zion suiting up, bro. What you mean? B.I. going to have to carry again. Because <laughs> if you don't carry, that game is going to be a lot. That game is going to be more violent than the dog collar match last night. Revolution. Maybe no one's talking about. that match. It was so much blood out there. I think it was solid. Them two trying to kill each other. That's all I'm going to say. And, and Marcus was mesmerized by the Jay Car <laughs> the, the, the Ty Conti and Jay Cargill match. You got damn right. <laughs> One thing I didn't know is that Jay Cargill played college basketball. I didn't know that. At JU. Dang. I did not know that. I was like, wow. Yeah, like, Jay a Hooper. She was a Hooper. I know, I know. For WWE, Bianca Belair ran track at Tennessee. That girl, that was like that out there. Nah, Bianca Belair is a freak athlete, for real, for real. Oh my god! Like, if she ever enters the CrossFit game, she's winning. Like, just get, just give her the damn title, whatever the hell you do. Just get out the way. She's gonna slap you with that big long, that big ass long braid. That shit, that be leaving marks on people. Man, listen, <laughs> ain't no way to I'll be, be screaming like crazy. I get hit. I'll tell I, you right now, I ain't gonna care. I know the fan be piping in crowd noise and all that, but with that, when that hair hit no one's people, that's real. It ain't piping that's nothing. I'll be screaming. I'll be like, yeah, why are you screaming like that? Because the shit hurts. That's why. Like, you see my stomach right here? This shit hurts. You trying to try, you be going, you be sleeping, you trying to wake up, trying to lift yourself, you can't even do that. You in so much pain. I know that's right. You gotta pay me a lot of money to take that. And then the Wednesday night games, I'm gonna look them up. We got, of course, the Suns in the Heat. Mm-hmm. Sign oh, me good. up. We got a snooze fest for the um, second game. What we going to sleep to? <laughs> we are going to sleep to the Portland Trailblazers against the Utah Jazz. Oh, oh no. 
Oh, I'm not watching that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I hate, watching, I hate watching jazz games, bro. And it'll be on that note right there where I'm going to sleep. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Oh, my God. Matter of fact, at that time, I'm going to be watching Georgia and Vanderbilt <laughs> in the SEC tournament. Shit. I'm watching all the term- conference tournament games at that point and whoever Max, bro, College basketball is the wave right now. Bro, I know you've seen the uh, SoCon championship game earlier earlier today. Come out with, uh, uh, what was it, uh, Furman? No, it was like Chattanooga. Yeah, Chattanooga, Chattanooga, yeah, Chattanooga and Furman. Dog. John Baptiste. That and shot speaking, was incredible. And speaking of the SEC tournament, Florida would play early. In. They would it'd be 11 my time. They would play early. I'm thinking about going to that game. The game's in Tampa. Right. I'm going to Tampa tomorrow. You stay far away from Florida games. Bro, we're undefeated when I'm gone. Well, you better stay there for the entire tournament. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a crap what your job say. <laughs> no, I took off. I took off. All right. You better take off for the whole tournament and keep your behind down there. Bro, all we need to do is win two games and we're in. Just stay down now. We'll win the whole tournament. Two games were in. Stay down there the whole time. <laughs> that way, if we get to the conference tournament championship. We get Kentucky again. We might be able to beat them this time. Bro, we can't. We can't stop Oscar Sheboy. You be murking us, bro. I don't think anybody can stop him. That's, that that's like twenty-seven guy, and twenty on everybody. That's a guy that has Miami Heat written all over him. Oscar Sheboy. I'm gonna tell you right now. Don't you let us get our hands on him. <laughs> He would fit y'all so good, bro. We get our hands on him. He went in every rebound battle by 20. Unless he takes that NIL deal that's locked up for him if he comes back. Uh, I better hope he don't go to Miami. Pat Riley, yeah, Pat Riley is the god, brother. He'd be like, we're going to make you an offer you can't refuse. <laughs> and all of a sudden, the NIL deal going to be out the window. But uh, y'all got any final thoughts before we close this thing out? Uh, final thoughts for me, man. This has been a great episode from talking Jordan to pretenders and contenders. This has been a great one, dog. Like, I honestly enjoyed this one probably the most out of all the ones we've done. Right. And real quick, before um we go ahead, Jared Allen is officially out indefinitely <sighs> with a fracture finger. Oh, man. And Draymond Green is targeting a return for Monday. He said that on his podcast. So, just want to get those two nuggets out there before we before we close it out. Any other final thoughts? I think Jerry pretty much said, "Oh man, this is a fun ass episode." Yeah, man, it really was. Yeah, yeah, I definitely enjoyed this one. Darnell, what about you? Wait, can Darnell hear us? That boy went to sleep the minute you gave him the Wednesday night game. Darnell sleep. Dang. <laughs> I knew I, I knew the Wednesday night game was a snooze fest, but God dog, I didn't think Darnell would take that literally. <laughs> but since he did, I understand. I I get it, bro. I get it. Because at that point, I'd rather watch paint dry. I I will literally sit and watch. I will literally paint something and watch it just dry. I'm not watching. Instead of watch that game. 
Jay, what in the hell did you just say in the chat? Oh, <laughs> what <God>. the hell? <laughs> What's wrong with you? It's not me. What is wrong with you, man? <laughs> <laughs> for the sec for the second time in three weeks, you do. <laughs> you are sick. You know this. You are a sick man. Sick bastard. <laughs> no, bro, where's that? Sick Negro. Bro, where's that video of those women in Times Square yelling naked, bro? Where's that? No, video? no, no, nah, no. Do that. I will snap the shot you, bro. That's it. I, I, I'm snitching again. That's it. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah, well, bro. That I'm, you know, I'm snitching again. Oh, my God. I am snitching again. I'm sorry, man. It just popped up my timeline. No, it popped podcast. Up. We are out of time. Yeah, yeah, it popped on my timeline earlier. Oh God! It popped on my timeline earlier, and I was trying to avoid it. Bro, this guy, uh, was it Malo, Mal Holland? He's the biggest <laughs> soul on this app. He's always commenting, bro. I guess you would know since um, you apparently. Put both tweets in here, y'all people. Um, if you saw the tweets that this man put in here, y'all be disappointed. That's all I'm saying. That's not true. This man is a sick Negro. This man is sick. This man is meant. This man is deranged. He is unhinged. It's not true, man. It's very true. Jerry, either you admit that it's true, or we gonna tell everybody that listens to this podcast what you put in here. It's true. No, yeah. Oh, that's what I thought. <laughs> I want to post it on the timeline. You better not post that on the timeline, man. I swear to God, you post it on the timeline, I am blocking you. <laughs> you fired from both podcasts if you do it. It's been biz. Just can't believe it. I would rather watch the video of Elmo and, and Dracula beefing with they rap beef. Apparently, they got a rap beef. I ain't know about it. I thought you were about, st- you about to say you'd rather watch that video I sent in last week. Boy, stop. No, stop. <laughs> what is Zion wearing, son? What's that? He has the most swaggerless self super. <laughs> I can't get over it. Jesus. No, no, since, since, um, since Jared want to be sick. Oh, Lord. All right, Marcus, tell us how you really feel. Am I wrong? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> you know I'm right. Is this my brother speaking all, facts? All I'm going to say is this, though. All I'm going to say is this. Jerry, I'm snitching on you. Wait, Jay Cargill. Oh. I thought she was white for a second. Okay, 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 with the blonde hair? No, that's Ty Conti. 
That's another one as well. Wait, oh, Donnie, you watch AW2? Donnie, did you just come back? Yeah. This man came in. Me, we start talking about female. You know? I'm like, go take a leak. Nah, because I was trying to get some water. Oh. <clears throat> no, I'm gonna say this man felt. This man heard the the Wednesday night, the second game of Wednesday night, and went to sleep on us. <laughs> oh my! It's God. getting late, what? brothers. What? Yeah, we closing it out. We wanted to get your final thoughts. Victor Oladipo, man. Depot. Love Victor Oladipo. He looks real, real good. He looks real good. No, he does. He does. Not gonna lie to you. That's my I, exact uh, final thought as well. He looks. He looks plain supposed to be the little miss that he got. Give him a month or two and get him real. Get his legs under him. And if he still looks like this, well, lots of problems. And Jerry, I told you he's not gonna mess up the chemistry. He looks great, bro. Yeah, Tyler Hero had 21 points all in that second quarter. He was eight for nine. Jesus Christ. In that second quarter. And Captain with the logo three. Boys are super hot. But um, yeah, that, that was my final thought as well. Victor Oladipo was great out there. And, um just want to get his minutes back up, kind of ease him into it. He's gonna be important for us. I mean, eleven points off the bench in 15 minutes. Explosive dunk. He hit a couple threes. I love I loved what I saw from the limited minutes that we got. Oh, by the way, um, before that, uh, we we did put Philly in their place on Saturday. I just want to throw that out there. You know, but um, let air before we close out. Let got the song. I think I got the song of the week this week, and y'all did get a sneak preview of it earlier. So for the listeners. It's a song by Chris Brown featuring Busta Rhyme. And you cannot find this on Apple Music. You have to go to the Spin Rilla app to find this song because it's on one of his mixtapes on there. It's yeah, called yeah. Sweet Caroline. So Chris Brown featuring Busta Rhyme, Sweet Caroline. That's the song of the week. Yeah, I heard the man. That was that indeed, man. Man, that boy went crate digging for y'all, man. Y'all better appreciate it. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, hey, Exclusive don't, don't download that Spin Rilla app for real, though. You're going to find a lot of music on there that you won't find on Apple Music and iTunes, none of that. And a lot of it's going to be better than what you hear on those, on like Apple Music. Not wrong. But that let everybody know where they can follow, follow y'all and your burner accounts if you have them. You can follow my burner at I am Breezy II, and you can follow my regular. At Jay Breezy, I, I, man, definitely hit that follow. Well, let me tell you the one that, that we always have to describe if you follow your burner because you always get to spend it, especially when football season comes up. <laughs> I, I, I think I'm not going to get suspended anymore because Georgia won a championship, so I don't think I'm going to get suspended no more, bro. The only thing I miss about your old account is the fact that your DMs aren't, aren't accessible anymore. <sighs> bro, it's accessible for people think I have sources. I don't know nothing, y'all. Why do you hey, think dude, you have sources? Need a plug. Need a plug. <laughs> I'm not the plug. <laughs> he just he's just a regular person who liked the game just like the rest of y'all. And for some reason he got y'all in a tizzy. He's been having y'all in, in a headlock since oh like twenty sixteen. It's ridiculous. 
I appreciate you tell people that you don't got sources, though. Not many people do that. Some folks will be just pretend that people, shit. People like... I don't even want to say the name, but he... <laughs> Y'all say the name. I want to hear this one. Look, Give me that. Look, I love this guy. I think he's a great kid, but y'all need to stop. Lucas, look. <laughs> That's why I said say the name, because I already knew who you was talking about. Bro, just... Don't need to cut it out. Cut it out. Nah, man, nah. Act, like, bro, act like it's gum in your hair, man. Cut it out. Just, just cut it out, man, for real. I, I know y'all remember that Ari Abraham dude who kept about Kawhi going to the Lakers. I know y'all remember him. <laughs> oh, my that God. Man, that man is generational. You know what's funny about that? It was this random NBA account on there that was adamant about Kawhi going to the Clippers. And this was like a month in advance. He was adamant about it. And then and everybody just slandered him. <laughs> and then it happened. Wild. And then it happened. That's and then the crazy. other guy ended up deleting his account. <laughs> no, the shit, shit, shit about that um that one kid who was a Laker fan. This man was trying to pretend he was an NBA insider. Oh the whole God. time he was just a bus boy, bro. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Just breaking news from everybody that we already knew. Hey, but, but making up shit. All I say is, don't nobody do it like my dog E. Dilla, bro. That man, that man works at damn Target and be breaking every single Jag story before everybody knows it. <laughs> oh my god! But well, he yeah. did get the Byron Leftwich news wrong. Well, he got it right, but then everything just went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the trap monkey happened. <laughs> Marcus, when are you going to dump that franchise, man? I probably never, to my detriment. God, you, you, so you just want to be miserable for the rest of your life? I mean, they can be good eventually. I mean, 2017 was a fun year. Man, we're all dead and gone 100 years from now? Who knows? I mean, Cowboys haven't won anything in 20 years. And I was say the Jaguars have the Cowboys in the last few years. But have they really, though? Yes. I mean, until you it's actually until you, true. Until you get a Lombardi in your trophy case, you can sit this one out. I don't care. The last time what? you won the VCRs were still a thing. I don't care when the last time you won. Until you get a Lombardi trophy in your trophy case, you can sit this one out. The last time <laughs> you won it, it you was our first year. At, it was our first year as a franchise, and by year two, we were in the conference championship game. Wow. And now you're we, in the depth, and now you're in the depths of hell again. Y'all there with us. Y'all went to Cabo a week early. Don't, don't you drag us down there. We ain't down there with y'all. We at least know how to win games. Not in the playoffs, you do. Mm. At least we can get to the playoffs. I'm like, y'all, y'all can't get I mean, there no more. Y'all can't we don't win get five, there. Win five games, then I'll be impressed. I'm a Dolphins fan, so it's I'm possible. Out. We don't get there often, but what we do, we actually win. I don't know how. I don't know why, but it happens. Yeah, and then you ran the Tom Brady. Hey, who didn't? Who doesn't run the top, Brady? And you ran into the zebras too. I mean, don't, I don't want to bring it up. Because no I openly admit, I'm still pissed about that game. I, I'm not. I, I'm not even a Jags fan. I ain't even got over that game. I broke a TV over that game. They, they just, they just didn't want. They just didn't want Tom Brady to be out about the Super Bowl. That's what that was. They ain't fooled nobody. I know they was gonna be pissed at the Jaguars and he was about to be the Super Bowl. That was wild. 
all right now as it stands, I'm just praying they don't murder, they don't ruin Trevor Lawrence. If they do, I'm gonna kill somebody. Marcus Darnell, let everybody know where they can follow y'all. Anyway, I just read the murder, so y'all can go ahead and follow me at Marcus Davis904 on Twitter and Marcus Davis underscore on Instagram. And you can follow me on Twitter, not too famous. You talk about that heat stuff, retweeting depot shit. Greatest comeback to come. The return yes, has sir. happened. The return has happened in the NBA. You better be scared. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. But you can follow me on Twitter at AceWay1 and on Instagram at Ace underscore Way1. You can follow the podcast account on Twitter at FullCourt underscore Press. Got the Facebook page up finally. After months of trying. Finally <laughs> got that up and going. So... You can follow us on there too. Yes, sir. Should we, should we get a should we get an Instagram page? I'm gonna see we should low key make a TikTok page. Low you key. Catch, you won't catch me on that. Now that you mentioned it. Like a highlight page. NBA I post like NBA highlights. Okay, yeah, yeah, we can do that. I was gonna say I ain't doing no dance on there. You can get that. Yeah, I ain't going to for dance. You just post little clips from from the. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. As long as we we, we finna be on TikTok soon. Shoot, it might be tonight. No, I ain't gonna be tonight. Oh, not tonight, brother. Not tonight. (laughs) Not tonight. (laughs) We ain't ain't doing that. Might might as well get us a YouTube page. Fuck it. Yeah, you know what? That's not a bad idea either. For the future, for the future. Not only that, but uh, Jerry, since we finna be on, since we finna um, advance the the Swamp Inside Florida Athletics podcast page with the Streamyard going live on there, I think it's time we bring full court press on Streamyard. Too. Yeah, bro. I was thinking that same thing earlier today. Like, we probably should. And I, I think for this one, maybe like you can set up your email or whatever with it. But we could definitely do like lives, bro. That that would be dope and straight. Yeah, dope, dope. yeah, we, yeah, we, we definitely, we definitely got to do that. I'll set up my email with that. We'll yeah. definitely get that done. Yeah, we'll try, idea. we'll try and get it on, um, on audio as well because it's a little difficult right now going from Streamyard to, right. to um, Apple Podcasts because you get, you got, you got to like sign up for the advanced version. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. and how much does it cost when you do that? It's like twenty dollars. Um. $20. I look at the rate, but it's $20. If it's $20, we all pitch in $5. We, I'm pretty sure we all got some Abraham Lincolns. So, we pitch that in every month. We gravy. Yeah, if I get to test this damn mic I bought for Christmas. Ooh. Oh, really? Man, I got a, man, I got a whole microphone? Yeah, I got a whole microphone on some professional shit, bro. Wait, what kind of microphone do you got? Oh, let me get it right quick. You got you, you got a blue yeti? <laughs> it's a J Lab, I think is what it's called. Mm. Premium bro, four I'm trying, directional. I'm trying, like, trying to be like ball is life, bro. I'm trying to get all that clout with these <laughs> crazy takes. 
Bro, remember when the boys in Orlando and they crossed uh, Julian homie, bro? Not balls like ball don't stop, my bad. I'm gonna say, bro. Ball don't lie. <laughs> What's real skill? Jamal Crawford is better than Giannis Antetokounmpo. Pure Hooper. Pure Hooper. Mm. Well, y'all, we gonna end it with that. And with that, this has been another great episode of Full Court Press. So, we're going to leave y'all the way we always do. God bless and go heat. Depot day. God bless and go Celtics. God bless and hope the Jaguars don't depress me this season. <laughs> oh, that's happening. <laughs> that's guaranteed. God bless and make sure you all take care of your family. Facts, brother. Facts. Facts. For sure, man. For sure. Be safe out there. Seriously. Yes, sir. Oh, mother, sweet Caroline Feels like you shot me with a 38 or a 45 And my heart's bleeding, baby Can't feel my legs, I'm paralyzed I know you're just in it for the moment So I'll enjoy the ride I start rolling in like my head Girl, I'm already gone
You don't really wanna do it. Go when it gets a nigga that be flowing like I'm flowing and I be damaging everything every time that a nigga get up on it. There's nothing we know that they already do it and he doesn't really do it. Pull up, stop, hop out a drop top, kill him a lot, another Glock hot. That's how we do it over here. Do not hop up and rock on the wrong block, not. Y'all niggas know what it is. Yeah, you know the way I put it down for em. That's right. Got him losing it, the bugging, baby girl. You can see the graph on him. Now, y'all don't really want the kid to let it blow. Fireworks, nigga, now we giving him a show. Let me chill, throw a coin at a pretty little hoe. Make it bounce for me, but a nigga gotta go.